What's up, Nerf Herders? It's the Beta Den. Lee. Evan, sir. These are not the Lees you're looking for. Lock up your Tauntauns. Put away your Rancors. Look out for the Wampas. Yeah, it's that time. It's Beta Den time. Here we go. Strap it in. It's been a little bit. It's been a minute for us. Uh, It's been a year for everyone since the last May the 4th be with you. And with you. Always. Happy May 4th, everybody. Yay, May 4th. It's our holiday. That's right. It's here. We finally got one. Yeah, right? Yeah. I wait put up with the holiday season and all that bullshit and today's the day that we celebrate what a perfect time of the year to have a holiday too early may yeah like beginning of spring yeah i mean easter passover nah. <laughs> like there are holidays nah. <laughs> yeah but nah. screw them yeah may the fourth be with you Yep. So why are we even talking about that? Uh, it's going to be today's episode. I mean, if you haven't caught on already. <laughs> We're talking about um, Battlestar Galactica? You're on the spice, man. We're talking about Dune? Yeah. Well, there's We're spice in Dune, and there's also spice in... Uh, We're talking about Foundation? A galaxy far, far away. We're talking about Star Wars. Yes, we are. The one. You the only. Mean? Well, the nine plus... All the shows, yeah, and the only spinoffs and animated series, and right? Canon, non-canon, <laughs> anthropology series, holiday specials, no- novels, and uh, graphic novels, yeah. comic books, mm-hmm. action figures, fan fiction, <laughs> Comic Con. Uh, yeah, no, there's a bad tattoos. Ooh, bad tattoos. Yeah, good tattoos. Good tattoos. Also, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Star Wars. So, uh, was the it prequels? Specifically, let's mention. Yeah, I was going to say, was it last season that we did the OG trilogy? Yeah. Um, So we're going to do some prequels. The original Skywalker line. Now we're... Episode one, episode two, episode three. Yeah. All Um, the, the good... And the bad, the bad of those, and the ugly. There's some, there's some opinions. If you, if you haven't heard, Jar Jar, oh, Jar Jar. Mm. But anyway, if uh, <laughs> if you're new to the Beta Den and um, the prequels just caught your eye, uh, I'm Evan. This is Lee. Howdy. We're gonna do uh, an episode, and uh, we're gonna do some other shit too. We're gonna. Well, I was gonna. I should <laughs> say we're gonna do an episode about Star Wars. And we'll do some other shit too. Um, yeah, we usually like drink a beer. Yeah, we rate. Tell it. you about the beer. We rate it out of five beta fish, five yeah. being the best. Yeah, we might might shit on it a little bit. Uh, Lee will probably shit on it. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Or not. You got a beer. I think you're gonna like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and because we didn't want to fuck with Disney or Lucasfilm. Yeah, we stayed away from that <laughs> one. <laughs> we just kind of got a beer that's sort of a Star Warsy yeah, name, but nothing that uh, you you know in a den. Yes. Like yeah, we don't have like a studio. We're not fancy like that. No. So like we're not we're not fucking with intellectual properties here. Right. So we got uh, a beer called Lightyear. What are we drinking? A brewery called Grimm. Yeah. Uh, Grimm's based out of uh, Brooklyn. And real simple, it just describes this as double dry hop banger, 
featuring Galaxy, hey, Columbus, Mosaic, and Citra Hops. Ooh. So there you go. There's the tie-in, the Galaxy yeah. Hops. There you go. Yeah. Light years. I mean, they travel light years. Like it, it's they do. Of, it's part At of light the speed. whole shebang bang. Yeah. Yeah. Probably my favorite part. I think we talked about that last time. The light speed? Like, yeah, like... The first time you the saw the blue uh, yeah, the streaks. warp speed. Yeah. And since then, I've been to Disney and experienced the Millennium Falcon. That's right. Yeah. That's right. I don't know if we've talked about that. We talked maybe a little bit. Well, I, I'm uh, pretty sure I had been. You had been. The but first I think time. Uh, one, of these seas- one of these episodes back in the beginning of the season. Might have we, we talked about, um, about my trip. But going. That's right. Oh, you mean if we brought it up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah. Well, we've both, we've both flown the Millennium Falcon at this point. Yeah. So. It was awesome. Yeah. Very cool. I would do it again. Very difficult, I found it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I hit everything. <laughs> super sensitive <laughs> controls. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I was did try to, like, really hold it tight. Oh, yeah. But, no. Nah, you got to gotta give Chewbacca some fucking credit for having, like, baseball mitts for hands and being able to. But uh, you have to imagine a Wookiee's got to be pretty delicate because it can, like, rip something's arms off, right. but it also has to, like, function in a normal world where, like, it's got to shake hands with people and right. shit. So you got to imagine. It's got <laughs> Dog-like some reflexes. Yeah. Well, like, you know when you play with a dog and it goes to bite you and you're like, it doesn't fully bite you? Like that kind of restraint. Mm-hmm. It's Chewbacca restraint. It's Chewbacca yeah. discipline. Yeah. Chewbacca level Wookie. discipline. Wookie, dis- Wookie discipline. Right. The same species that we just said will rip your arms yeah, off if yeah. you <laughs> beat it at a um, chess-like oh. game. It's fun to watch happen. game called? I don't uh, know. Hollow chest. That's that's just Hollow it. Chess, yeah. Hollow chess. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> fun game. Nice. Yeah, they have one of those things in Disney. They got one of like the Hollow chess tables. Did they? Yeah. When you're waiting for, is it the Millennium Falcon? I think it is the Falcon. Yeah. When you're like winding through like all the stuff, and there you're was so much the cool shit there. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's cool. Yeah, I don't remember. If you haven't been, save your pennies. Sell your child if and go. If you're, <laughs> if you're a Star Wars fan at all, um, they do it justice. Like they do. As soon as you walk into Galaxy's Edge, you're like, I am in a galaxy far, far away. I am in the fucking world that yeah, they, uh, it's cool. and Luke like, has created. I would emphasize going at night, like trying to check out. Like even if you do all the rides and stuff, like walk through it uh-huh. like at when it's dark. It's super cool. Where, like the lights lit up. So we didn't the, do that. The, uh, like the Falcon gets all like backlit from the because you you know the line Ooh, goes behind and, it and it's in the garage. Yeah, so yeah, it's cool. It's or it's, it's like separate. a hangar. Yeah, I guess you'd say. Yeah, it's again right. like maintenance. Like it's Chewie, not a garage. Chewie and Ray come out and pretend they're working on it. We saw Chewie roaming around. Right. I didn't see any rays. I saw Chewie, Ray. We saw some stormtroopers. Uh, we did not see R two, which was like who I really. That's all I wanted to say. Um, I saw R2. I offered R2 a beer, and he got very upset. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Someone just found the guy. I don't know. People probably have seen him already, but I just saw a video of, like, the guy who's dressed as a Taurus. Uh And he, like, walks around, and he controls R2, like, in the crowds that... Like, he's he's among us. So I was wondering if they were cameras, because literally he's in a shop, and I was like, holy shit, R2. And I go up, and we're talking, and then I offered my beer, and it was like... And he's like moving his head back and forth, like no. I was like, okay, all right, awesome. right. Yeah, because yeah. he was one of those guys just milling around. That's cool. In the gift shop, yeah. 
That's very cool. Yeah. yeah, they do it. They do it right. No, they do a good job. They do it so well. about so the beer. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Grim Lightyear Double IPA. Should we uh, get in it? Pop the cracker. Ooh, got some reverb on that one. Cheers, bud. Cheers. Mm. That is tasty and fruity as hell. I was just going to say it's pretty fruity. Fruity as hell. Fruity. So. Like that blue milk. I guess we can talk about it really quick. Uh, I'm going to be a little more invested, I think, in our beer oh, yeah, yeah, rating yeah. stuff. Um, yeah. Because uh, I, I I feel bad even using the term because I don't know enough yet. I've been doing it for a month, but I'm the assistant. I'll say I'll be Dwight. I'll, I'm assistant to the brewer. How about you? I'm not the assistant brewer. Padawan. I'm a Padawan. There you go. I'm a brewing Padawan. Yeah. Went back to Bald Birds. I am helping brew beer. I have dry hopped some beers. I'm learning how to sterilize fermenters and bright tanks. Ooh, uh, and big stuff. You know, actually, and, uh, Pat, who we had in season one yep. uh, for our beer tourney, uh, has been really good about, like, trying to teach me some of the, like, finer points, too. Like, we'll smell different bags of hops, and you're trying to get, like, the different smells out of it. Um, and as we learned from Pat, th- most of the time when your beer tastes fruity, it's not because they're putting fucking fruit in it. It's the hops. Yeah. It's actually the hop profile. That's crazy. Uh, which is wild, That was right? a fun fact. I, I didn't know that. Well, yeah. I didn't know a lot. I learned a lot. And if you don't know anything about beer or you no, want really. to learn a little about it, like a little yeah. bit about brewing, check out that episode. Uh, it's What Are We Drinking, episode uh, season one. I forget what episode, but uh, the What Are We Drinking tournament. Yeah. We sit down with the head brewer of uh, Bald Birds, who I'm now working for. The Apprentice yeah. to the Padawan of. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So anyway... Um, the first thing that hits me with this beer is like crazy fruit. Fruit, yeah, um, totally, totally. Which I'm, fruit I'm looking at the hops and being like, "What the fuck made that happen?" And I have no answer <coughs> whatsoever. But it's good. Let's get to the bottom of the can and find out. Let's find out. It's always one way, right? We'll talk about that later. Ah. Huh? Mm. Throwback. Another callback. Yeah, sort yeah. of. Yeah, callback. We're all over the callbacks right now. Um. Okay, so uh, Lee and I were talking about it before we started recording, and like, we're going to go out on a limb and assume that most people have seen and or are aware of the Star Wars movies. Yeah. So we're going to give you our brief synopsis of one, two, and three. Um, if we left stuff out that's vital, send an angry email. Yeah, and our recommendation is going to be go watch them. Yeah. So. Or send us a message on our uh, Instagram at the underscore beta underscore den. Yeah, Instagram. And tell us how we fucked up. Or you could email us at beta den og at gmail.com. Ooh. Yeah, you could do that. If, and uh, if you uh, are on the Instas. And if you're listening to us on Spotify, yeah. they have a new, um, what, a rate rating. rating feature? Yeah, semi new. It's been around for a while. I just neglect to, new to, us. to say it all the time. Yeah. So. Rate us. Spotify now you can go. You can give us uh, five stars. Yeah. We appreciate every star that is given. Yeah. Um, every listen. Also do that on Apple. Uh, I don't know if you could do that on Google or any of the other podcast streaming services that your earballs are listening to us on. Also just um, get one of those like marble notebooks and then write down a review 
of every episode we do in your marble notebook and just keep like a beta den diary. That'd be nice. Um, that you can refer to or, or tell your friends about because yeah. it'll make you very popular with your friends. Put all your dark secrets in there as well. Yes. Just sprinkle them in and, and maybe they'll believe them and maybe they won't. Right. Um, either way, just make sure it's a beta den diary. Yeah. Life facts. Well, glad we got that uh, squared away. Yeah, that should uh, a, little, a little house cleaning. That should, I'm sure, help housekeeping, us. Housekeeping, yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> I'm sure, that's going to work in our benefit. So that one guy that's listening, do that, or person oh. that's listening. The scary thing is, like, we would n- you you wouldn't want to meet the one. <laughs> no, because he's like Dave Buscemi <laughs> and fucking <laughs> what movie was that? <laughs> Happy Gil? Is that no? Uh, oh, uh, Steve Buscemi. Steve Buscemi. In, uh, yeah. in, uh, Buscemi? in uh, you said Jesus Dave uh, Buscemi wow. in in fucking Billy Madison. Billy Madison. Yeah. When he crosses him <laughs> off, I forget what he <laughs> does to get crossed off. off the list. But he, he calls he get, him to like he's apologize, apologize or, or right? invite him to some shit or yeah. And he gets off it's the list. It's been a while since yeah, I've yeah, seen yeah. that. Yeah. But exactly right. Yeah. That's the That's guy. That's the guy. Well, hi so, guy. We like you. What's up, and dude? I apologize for any wrongdoings. <laughs> Stay where you are. Don't <laughs> yeah. come here. Your lipstick looks fantastic. Yeah, and uh, don't find out where the dens are yeah. by pinging our IP address yeah. or something like <laughs> yeah, that. Just yeah, just simply doing any other million things you can do. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. So. All right. So. Um, episode one. Well, let's just say overall the umbrella here is that the prequels are Darth Vader, the Darth Vader backstory. Right, I mean, it's it's ultimately, yeah, the, the story of Anakin Skywalker. Yeah, there's a lot more there, though. There's a, there's a ton of meat and potatoes, but <laughs> like, if if you were gonna say like, or at least in my point of view, when I was first thinking of like, okay, he's making prequels and whatever, mm-hmm. and we're gonna see like uh, Anakin as a young boy, and you know that whole pro- like that was, I think the the grab of I, what these prequels initially were totally be, right. I have come around, so like I was, we we're going to talk about this a little bit later when we get into our opinions. But like, my opinions of the prequels have haven't completely come around, but like have com- opened up a lot. And I, there's a lot more that I see that I think because one, I was younger; two, I wanted to identify with the Anakin character because why wouldn't you he's the main protagonist he's young he's he's you identify and i and uh it was also kind of like our luke yeah right because the original luke was what 77 yeah and because exactly so the first set of first trilogy focused on luke and you're like this is so like you kind of viewed the prequels through the same lens right that's what i was saying is, is exactly. the initial yeah. the initial totally. t- interpretation or uh perception of what they were going to be is um fucking darth vader autobiography yep but but like there said. is a ton of meat and um i agree with you my initial in <laughs> just i was young and i don't i wasn't a fan of the uh star or as aware of the whole star wars universe as i am now um, uh, a lot of that has to just do with access in the in the well, in the times that we grew up. There wasn't, and also there wasn't really the prequels. Sparked about a this lot, later, of, but they spark, yeah. right? They sparked the creation of a lot more Star Wars content moving forward. Whereas, like from the original trilogy till the prequels, there wasn't. I can't really think of anything significant off the well, top they of had my the original, head. Like uh, action figure kept, series. Well, they kept like remaking that. them, yeah, uh, and remastering them. But Holiday like you didn't have special. like new Star Wars content. Uh, but then after the prequels, it kind of exploded. So yeah, there there's a ton of shit that they've 
um, I, I guess I could say questions they've they've answered, but just laid the groundwork for the greater Star Wars universe in these prequels. Yeah, totally. More than, but yeah, we'll and we'll get to that. We'll right. We'll discuss all those uh, ins and outs and intricate details. The merch, the animated series, like like we talked about earlier. Yeah. Um, but. So you start with episode one, the Phantom Menace. Mm-hmm. Chronologically, the first. It's not the first Star Wars movie. We're going to refer to it as uh, the first a lot. Right. Um, well, released in 1999. Yep. Um, but episode one, like meant to be the beginning of the exactly. Skywalker saga, chronologically, if you one. will. Um. So okay, thirty-two years, I believe. Thirty thirty-two years before the original Star Wars. Yeah. In the timeline, so that's how you place it. So it's 32 years before Darth Vader's Darth Vader, before you, before we know Palpatine as Palpatine. Right. Um, bef- I mean, before the birth of the two main characters, or the one, let's say, main character, arguably main character of the f- of first movies that you saw. <laughs> really, the only constant <laughs> is Yoda. <laughs> and R2. Well, dude, that yeah, yeah, that'll come up too. And the <laughs> fucking droids, yeah, who uh, have seen it all. But yeah, we are well before any of the most popular, I would say, Luke Skywalker original trilogy saga. Um, and we're seeing a young Obi Wan. Yep. And his mentor. Yep. Still got his braid, his Padawan braid. <laughs> the fucking rat tail. Uh, yeah. Wh- but it's a thing. It's a thing. They all <laughs> no, have it. No, I know. You it's, it's it. you not. Cut it off with your saber. But and all yeah, that. yeah. God, the rat tail it's, on everybody is woof. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and man, I would say that rewatching the prequels now, it's got a very Game of Thrones esque feel to it. So in, I would argue like Shakespearean. Cool. Yeah, totally. Yeah. But just that like the original trilogy for as deep as it was and what it, it laid the groundwork for it, like this one gets pretty heavy pretty quick. I mean, you're, you're talking about we're opening with the Trade Federation. So this like heavy political shit. Um, well, there's a war going on. on. It's not even like a fish. On it, Naboo. It's, yeah, and, but, and, but more of like it's just like trade sanctions it's it's like this like fucked up it's what immediately is leading to battles and stuff but it's it's shit you see today yeah of like when we say we're gonna have an embargo on cuba yeah right and all cuban cigars are illegal whatever so like the trade federation is trying to set that up around this planet called naboo which none of us at this point have any fucking clue about no not the what right Um. Uh, yeah, so they're disputing with the Galactic Republic, um, and they're trying to, I guess, one's trying to, it's literally almost exactly what's going on now. There's like the money people and the people people. So right. there, you, there's like the ones that are like, this is important for trade and security, and we need ships and armies. And then there's the other side of it that's we need food and resources and humanitarian efforts across the galaxy. And yeah, yeah. Star, Star Wars has always been pretty clear about, like, I feel like it's a pretty obvious delineation, at least at first, between, like, 
politically the left and politically the right or what would be considered now or interpreted now as like liberal conservative um like yeah you have the people who are interested in the people and you have the people who are interested in the fucking money and power yeah enterprise um, or industrial stuff but in, in industry right off the bat they're checking with this fucking hooded big-nosed old man with a creepy voice so there's already this and you know having already seen the original trilogy you're like well that's fuck the fucking emperor well, yeah. Right, like at this point, you've seen that dude, so you know yeah. things that the characters don't know. Yeah, you're getting an insight to right. You know a lot of things that none of these motherfuckers know, which I think is is lost on a lot of people the first time. I think it's taken uh, for granted because right. again, you're going in and you you're. I think at least I did. And I think a lot of people went in thinking they knew what they were going to get with Phantom Menace. Yeah. And, and I think they thought they were going to get the, the same, like almost like that Holy Trinity story, like the father, the son, the Holy ghost that like, and it wasn't, it was political and it was slow and it was not as flashy that you were like, Oh my God, you heard all these stories. And I remember even when Whoa. I was younger and you're not even tapped in, I heard George Lucas's, you know, spending all this money and and this movie is going to be released and it's going to blow you out of your seats. And yeah. So I went in and I'm like, look, I like people are just going to be chopped off with lightsabers <laughs> and people are going to be flying with the force and force choking and sure. Yeah, and it was the Galactic Senate votes for all this like, political yeah. shit with Queen Amidala having these really like slow weird like I believe in democracy like just weird slow shit, but. What I will say is that um, he tried to make up for it with, you know, the original Star Wars trilogy was hailed for its uh, special effects at the time. So now, in my opinion, uh, Lucas jumped the shark here a little bit in that everything was CGI. Do you jump the shark? Jumping the shark. Do you know what I'm saying? Do you know I what mean, that means? I, I, I can put two and two together, well, but I've it, never heard. It's, so it's a Happy Days reference. So in Happy okay. Days, eventually, um, I think uh, that it was on for so long, and it was like a hit show, right? But yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> Fonzie uh, is on a wave runner, a fucking jet ski, and literally the the whole episode is that he's going to like drive it up this one ramp onto like an Evil Knievel type yeah, thing yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and jump I'm over right, sharks. Yeah. Uh, and so, but then the the show completely tanked after that. So, like historically, anything TV or movies that's fucking event goes to garb or like tries too hard, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Jump in the okay. shark. Right. Jump in the shark. Cool. Yeah. So you learned something new. See, I if think you didn't know, <laughs> now you know because I didn't know. Right. <laughs> so I think that um, Georgie Lucas, Georgie boy, jumped the fucking shark a little bit, and everything is green screen. Everything is CGI. And, and, you know, some of it holds up, some of it doesn't. And, but I, I've seen interviews with Ewan McGregor where they're like, he's telling, okay, now look at the moons or it look at this. Hard. And he's like, the whole room is green. That like, was, what the that fuck? That was, Ewan McGregor says that. And right. so does Hayden. And um, right. the fact that Jar Jar was like a guy with a hat on. Like, it's ridiculous. It was so distracting. Yeah. Um, I forget that actor's name. He's an amazing mocap actor and actor. Uh, oh, the guy that did Jar Jar. Um, yeah, I'll look up his name. I have no idea. Him, but um, yeah, props to him definitely. Um, it's not Liam Neeson. No. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, and then so, well, I was just saying that because to speak to your when you were talking about like you thought it'd be flashier, right? And and what I will say is that 
the second half of it or parts of it, man, the Darth Maul fucking fight scene at the end is dope. It's one of the top. The, which one? Where can I just say it? Because oh, the movie spoiler already alert. happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. The, uh, Where he fucking kills Qui Gon. Duel of the Fates. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and 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 that, that, that music is too. playing. The, the, the Duel of the Fates. That's the name of the song. Yeah, Williams. He did the same. We talked about him last. Kills it. Yeah. Um. No, but uh, that's that's a wild shit. And there is some like in the battle at the end is like wild CGI flashy shit. I think the difference is that he had no qualms taking his sweet ass time. Well, he waited. There. He did wait. There, he waited right? till He's, technology. He, 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 got no, to where no it I is. mean in the movie like you were saying oh, yeah. like it starts slow like he laid some serious fucking groundwork and had all these like very heavy dialogue scenes and very like uh what's the word you know cerebral type yeah. things going on before you know anything well, of, of like action happens well, that, call back what you were talking about like it's it's shakespearean it's right there's a lot of moving pieces on the board like so you could almost equate like it to like a macbeth like so you have anakin who is is your macbeth um i forget his his main like antagonist mick i have no idea oh god i forgot the guy's name but i'm not yeah. the guy i know so so there's there's Macbeth and there's the other Mick. Um, and then you have Palpatine, who is like Lady Macbeth, who like you're watching this movie and you're watching Anakin. It's almost like sleight of hand. You're watching Anakin. You're watching Qui-Gon. You're watching Obi. You're watching, you're watching the good guys. And little do you really understand how much Palpatine is the cause of everything that's even happening. Like nothing would even be happening if it wasn't for him right right a hundred a hundred percent and and i feel like he had because of what we talked about before like seeing episode four five six first um is basically as if you opened a book and you read the ending first yeah right yeah and then we're gonna forget the seven we're not even like the ending like you read like a series of novels and you just pulled out the middle or the end Right, it's a, yeah. You you've already like written, and then you're like, oh wait, it actually starts on page one. So so he, I think he, and you'd have to give him credit for this, like made it more complicated up front. And even though you know that the emperor is at you know um, responsible for all this shit, mm -hmm. we didn't know Order sixty six yet. We didn't know, and again, that's episode three, whatever. Yeah. Uh, you know foreshadowing but like we didn't know how it all went down and i think when you know how the whole plan works out and then rewatch the trilogy even even the first one you're like it's it's pretty fucking genius and complex the the storyline that he put together well yeah you make the argument that like he it's was very realistic enough and patient enough yeah to understand one there would be backlash because it's not what people were expecting and two, that like if you just sit tight and wait, it will pay off. Like that whole almost let's call it disappointment. Like that that like you know, you, your first day jitters or third day jitters, whatever you want to call it, you thought you were gonna get it and it wasn't uh, it. Oh, like living up to the hype. Yeah. And then, you know, when it finally does happen, it was better than it could have been right prior to. So like you got like that's a lot of I would argue a lot of directors probably wouldn't want to take that risk and say that. So my first movie back in what 
almost 30 years, 40 years, 30 years? I mean, well, he did he did uh, Indiana Jones, right? No, no, I mean, uh, as far as, like, For this, this saga. Sure. Like, where people, where the original trilogy ended. Uh-huh. Like, peak, height, excitement, medals, everyone's happy. Like, you know. Sure. Your next movie, you're, like, floor-level enthusiasm to start with like you're like like we said like you're talking senate stuff you're talking yeah 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 so you're just like up here well down here uh i'd say a perfect example of that or or why it's good that he did what he did is if you look at the sequels the seven eight nine uh jj abrams did the (laughs) right (laughs) abrams did the opposite he came out swinging and you know just tried to set what they did with A New Hope. Agreed. Like but that's just, my argument like is that the, a lot of directors first aren't willing to do that. A yeah. lot of directors, writers, producers are not willing to say, it's going to be slow. Hang with me. And right. have the fan base w- willing to do it. That's It's a draw for Star Wars to say that like your fans will be like, okay, I wasn't thrilled. It's it a wasn't loyal, my favorite. It's a loyal fan base. Yeah. It wasn't my favorite. It's a loyal fan and base. it fits in. I mean, and there's um, there's divide amongst the fans. You talk about the prequels. of course there's there yeah. are people that and rightfully so don't even want to watch them. Rightfully so. Um, yeah, there there are things. If they were these movies outside of Star Wars, I'd have a different opinion. I, I'm not going to say I wouldn't like them, but I'd <laughs> do have you a think it falls into like a water world? <laughs> like era, like a, like just a why? Oh my like god! A <laughs> I hope not. Like a, I mean, it's not a cult classic. Like, that's like a cult. Although I like that movie. I did because of the age we were. That's the only reason. Thinks, and it's like a guy it's swinging nostal- from nostalgia. ropes and shit. It's a, I mean, dude. Kevin Costner can breathe underwater. <laughs> Dennis <laughs> Hopper, too, is always a good bad guy. Um, no, but wait. We need to get back to... Um, so, <laughs> as far as we got in the plot was that the Trade Federation. Um, <laughs> so, uh, they send Jedi, because that's what Jedi did at the time, was just, like, mediate shit, pacify shit. Yeah, they were just, like... like you'll, they were less rangers... It's Samuel Jackson, so just imagine Pulp Fiction, but with lightsabers. And he's like, I'm a mushroom cloud laying motherfucker, motherfucker. And like, yeah, <laughs> it's like, you want a piece of this purple lightsaber? We can fucking whatever. But um, so two, two Jedi go, one of them being Obi-Wan and his mentor Qui-Gon. And in the mess that they get into, long story short is, you know, they cross Anakin Skywalker's path. And um, immediately... Qui-Gon senses something in him and (laughs) this is already we're at one of the first controversial parts of like how he tests that he's force sensitive um, is something called metachlorians Midichlorians. Midichlorians, my bad. It it, it Um, said a lot of different, I'm just being a dick. And his mom gives a sort of Virgin Mary story, which there's theories about. Yes, we will. There's theories about. Circle back. We're going to do theories. uh, Circle back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Later. Um, But anyway, uh, because everything is so heavy and cerebral, like what we were talking about, then the way they get... Anakin off this planet is this fucking way too long pod race. <laughs> well, I will but, argue that the but, pod race uh, is essential the t- to the uh, this, the overall theme of the movie. Well, he what I think he realized that he was pulling something off really cool. Well, it's like like a in 1990 
right, but also in 1999, the graphics on that were insane. Well, yeah, right. So I, I think he's like, I'm going to make this twice as long as it should be. Because um, I'm not saying the pod race wasn't important, but it didn't need to be like 15 minutes long. But would you think that was filler maybe for some of that excitement that people were expecting? Right. That That's he was exactly like, what I'm, I'm saying. I'm going to cut this and I'm going to add it on That's to the exactly end That's exactly what this. I'm saying. And, okay. and, and that he was showing off because that was part of what Star Wars is supposed to be, is that you've never seen this shit before. Yeah. And we didn't. We haven't. I think it gets dwarfed because right after that, <laughs> I think The Matrix came out and blew everyone's mind. Uh, but at the time, like the CGI shit, the green screen room, which now I feel like Marvel exclusively does. Well, no. Um, um, Star Wars. It's Star Wars that uh, they have the volume where like when you they're not in green screen anymore. They're in a three, uh, it's not, it's two dimensional, but it's a curved room, uh-huh. floor to ceiling, ceiling, all LED screens. So like when they're on Tatooine in the Mandalorian or yeah. Boba Fett. But like, they're still in a green nope, room per nope, se, no? Nope. It, it, they are literally. I got to watch that. Um, the, ga- the gallery. The making of. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So they are, it's, the, it's called the volume. It, so that's what they say. So they'll put like two big rocks in real three dimension Sand on the floor. Yeah. The walls are all TV screens, high def TV screens that give you like depth. So, like, when you're in the sands of Tatooine, like, you can't tell because the screen's bleeding into reality. Right. And the actors love it. So, they talk about it on the gallery all the time. I would pay how uh, so much money to be in in uh, that room. Yeah. Oh, oh, I think about it. I tell Christy, oh, she's so sick of me talking about it. So much money. Because every time we watch a Marvel or a I'm like, do they like, like to eat some use, mushrooms uh, and just be let loose in one of these rooms? I and then as you it. walk, they change would, the room. I think you would die. I think your brain would of explode. happiness. Yeah, your brain would just explode. Like you would be happy. My <laughs> point was that um, he kind of set this uh, precedent of an artificial room. Yeah. Well, and he, then we're making the yeah. scene around it, right? And again, he he laid on it too heavy because one of my favorite parts of Star Wars, and they they brought it back for like Mandalorian is the physical set. Um, and they had to do it physical, obviously, in the 70s, but that steampunk But he's uh, also got aesthetic. kickback for some of the physical stuff he tried to do that didn't hold up. Yeah. Like the, like the Yoda in The Phantom Menace was originally, in the movie, the theatrical release, a puppet that looked <sighs> You couldn't do terrible. that. Terrible. You couldn't do that. And they replaced it with the CGI. But also, everything in the room is CGI, so why would... Fucking Yoda be the only thing yeah. that's fake. Him and Yaddle are like wouldn't make sense. <laughs> sideways eyes and shit. And um, Kermit scrunched faces. So um, he frees Anakin, kind of controversially, because mom has to stay behind. Brings him back to the Jedi Council. Wants to get approval to uh, train him. Right. Meanwhile, we have this whole you know. Well, uh, the we Emperor is pulling the strings here behind the Trade Federation, and also wants to stop the Jedi, so he sends his Sith apprentice Darth, Darth Maul, Maul after them. But you have to mention that controversially that they took him off the planet, Anakin, but there was conflict between Master and Padawan on that choice. Like, Obi-Wan yeah. is very dogmatic by the book. I'm following what the... Oh, not dogmatic, I'm he sorry. He thought it was a bad uh, idea. The Qui-Gon's time. dogmatic. Qui-Gon's very, like... The prophecy, the prophecy says there's a chosen right, one. Right. Like I don't care what the Senate says. Uh, you would s- you would or say the, that Obi Wan's um, pragmatic. Pragmatic. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't care what the Council says. You know, like I'm gonna take the risk. And like that's fucking big moves. 
to be like, we were on this planet to do this. And then you're pulling like a nine year old. Like, and just, that, that you're plays just like, into um, here, everybody. I got a nine year old now that like I just stole. Uh, that plays into uh, a cool fan theory that I read today. Okay. Well, about I guess we'll the, get to that. the Q G Jin. Oh, I thought you were about to go. Q, like QQ, <laughs> <laughs> like Q and nine. Oh. I was like, oh, no. Um, the earth is flat. Oh, God. JFK Trump is, is actually still president. JFK is alive. Did from a bunker. One? Now the craziness that they really believe that like JFK is like running the government. Uh, we can't. We can't. That, uh, that's a whole nother <sighs> fucking episode. Yeah. You know, and um, I just listened to um, Stuff You Should Know podcast about mm-hmm. like the Bay of Pigs and, and the Cuban bullshit going on in JFK and stuff and like <sighs> I don't know it's you know what it, it's it's relevant here because um, Lucas does a really really good job of making a realistic political situation in a fantastical fucking world uh, the whole idea that like trade embargoes and sanctions could lead to war which would then lead to um, you know over time in the movies that Palpatine is making these moves to eventually convince the Senate to give up their own democracy and power and make him the ultimate but not it's just real life shit but That's right exactly but and, the, and it took three movies it's not like all of a sudden in one movie he just pulled like the classic bad guy move of like I'm in the leader now yeah. you yeah. know like he went through the fucking actual political mo- like if you look at someone like Putin right like uh, Putin I think whoever like put him in a position before he got this one for however long i think i've heard that that guy's quoted as saying like he regrets it and like putin <laughs> like putin like played the game yeah until he became like this yeah. and now he can do it you know he's created a situation where he does whatever the fuck he wants well, and he, like and then he th- but it took what like f- maybe two decades more i don't know i, went, I think he was in 30, power in like early 90s yes but he was involved yeah so in you're like right that's 30, like 30 that's like 30, 30 years ago yeah yeah, yeah, um, yeah yeah so so that's my point is that like if if you can look at it like and the problem is that characters like Jar Jar fucking Binks get in the way of that. But let me argue something to that. Let me argue so. so sure. But you can't deny that no, before you argue it, you can't deny that like the, the miso fucking the comic racist he, stereotype. No, he totally overshot that. The, the uh, comedic aspect of Jar Jar. get in the way of you being like, this is a heavy political fucking wrong. drama. But the genius to add someone that you exactly. So you think of Jar Jar. The clown aspect to Jar Jar is the mistake. The naivete, naivete, the naiveness, Jar Jar is what's genius because it allows Palpatine to manipulate him to make that vote. And if he never made that vote, right? And and uh, yes for this episode, and yes for the. But right now, still, when you're still in episode one. When I say this episode, I mean the Beta Den episode. When you're still in Phantom Menace, Jar Jar is useless and fucking terrible, and I want to blow my brains you know, have out. Have you ever heard Lucas talk every about him? Every time, if I, I, I can't because I don't like a lot of the decisions Lucas has made since, and like I worry that well, he hasn't made if I hear him talk, I will lose my faith in Star Wars. <laughs> it's bigger than him. Well, he's not involved anymore, really. He's just a consultant, really. They just—he's only—he's only, he's only sure, involved as much as Favreau wants him to he be. He did the I remasters mean, uh, and the re-edits of his original trilogy and made them worse. 
uh, like with Han not shooting first or with having Jabba or like whatever had other bullshit he added in the mid nineties. And then, um, yeah. And some of his fucking choices with the prequels and his dialogue and stuff like that. And Jar Jar is a fucking mistake. I agree with you that like uh, a comedy of errors, a, a fool, uh, they just made went, sense in the he, story. He's too far and he's too goofy and it's too, it was, it was also aimed at, creating a new child audience which is why he did the ewoks uh in whatever 83 yeah. it's like because he wanted to get kids and, and i think a lot of it also like we said before i was a child and when that came that out and it worked probably buffering the heaviness like it was probably a sl- also partially an attempt to be like hey yeah. like, there's a lot of seriousness comic relief Let's but but holy yeah, shit i agree i don't i'm not i don't defend the character, but plot-wise, he ends up being important. Unfortunately, unfortunately. Yeah, agreed. Um, um, so really, I mean, the the biggest thing to talk about at the end, like obviously they beat the Federation in that battle. Uh, however, Qui-Gon Jinn is murdered. Uh, Which is Obi- important. Obi-Wan, it's very important. So very important. Like we were um, talking about, Obi-Wan the duel of has fate. his, yeah. The fate is Anakin. That's what the duel of fates is about. Because it's who gets to raise Anakin. That comes into the fan theory I wanted to talk about later. If Qui-Gon would have, not raised, but trained. If Qui-Gon would have trained Anakin, there's a chance that he wouldn't have made him keep the secret. Can we come back to that? Yeah, sure. Because that's part of like a a fan theory thing I wanted to talk about. But yes, I 100% agree with you that if Qui-Gon was the Jedi. The master. Training Anakin... Yeah, we'd have a very different story. Is my cat There's stuck a cat. in that There's closet? A cat there, yeah. You want to open that door? Sure. Um, is she right there? <laughs> I've heard her for like 20 minutes. I didn't know if like there was like a door and she was just messing around. Yeah, because like when I close this one, she can get... Well, I'm, I'm, I'm pointing. Yeah. We're recording a podcast. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I'm going to write down 41 minutes so that maybe <laughs> I'll edit this out. Uh, anyway, three, two, one. And uh, yeah, I I think that... Um, well, yeah, I, we were going to talk about it later. I, I, I There's a pretty good fan theory about if Qui-Gon was the one... Tra- but then you don't have a story. You potentially don't have a story. Well, that's right. Not I mean, true. that's the, that's the whole fan theory. That's is that true. like it would have worked out fine? What if he? What what if he was the one to bring balance to the force? He would have had to have defeated Sidious no matter what. Like it would have been a battle no matter what. And we could argue like it would could have been like a yeah, but but then you never would have had a need for Luke and that trilogy, right? I don't know. Well, we we, we can, can talk uh, about yeah, it later. I we guess, can talk about it I later. Guess. There's a lot of ways to be corrupted. It doesn't necessarily have <sighs> no, to be. I know. I know. And and that's kind of like a the a death theme of your in Star wife. Wars as well. That like, um, dark side finds a way. I mean, right. Kind of real like real life. <laughs> the dark side finds evil a way. finds a way. Um, but yeah. So so the biggest thing to take away right from episode one is that Qui Gon dies. Obi-Wan is left to train Anakin Skywalker. And he didn't even want the kid. Right. Yeah. And, um, you know, at the very least, the seeds are sown as far as this anti-galactic republic sentiment. 
uh, you know, whatever. Right. As well, far it's, as it's that a, goes, like, like the, said, the whole like movement to help you choose sides. It helps you pick. It really clears things up to be like, oh, there is there's a an argument here, and like I mean I don't know how many people are choosing Palpatine side, but like no, you not argue yet. That some people might. You got um, simp. Oh my god! <laughs> cat just jumped on the keyboard. There's a cat loose in the studio. Get this fucking cat out of here. Um, what was I gonna say? I uh, it's a perfect segue to episode two because then I would say that um, this is where you started to get some people who agreed with the separatist movement, and not just like the separatist movement, but that like. Um, the Jedi are not infallible. Well, you right? can argue I mean, that like, like they're very wrong. Like they, they. That's my point. But like you don't, you don't really have this Im- that information enough information in the first episode to make that call. No, yeah, you're almost blindly right. like These you don't know what's guys. going on. Really, you're, of course, I'm going to choose them. It took a whole movie just to introduce us to the characters. Yep. Uh, um. So episode two, I forget how it opens up. Uh, this re- was released in two thousand two. It uh, um doesn't it, doesn't it open up with the starfighter? Doesn't it open up with Anakin and? Are they already Obi-Wan in the war? In the, like fly like a uh, dogfight. Yeah, they're just like already in it. Yeah, and they're kind of like bickering with each other. Or was that? Or was that the third one? Is that the third one? That might be Revenge. I mean, I can tell you right now. Find out. I know, right? Um, no, but uh, basically, in the second one, the I, I'd say the biggest highlights, like, because we talked a lot about the overall prequels uh, for this first half of this episode. So, like, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't remember exactly how episode two opens up, but. Um, I'd say the biggest parts of episode two really bleed into each other. are the Anakin Padme romance, yes. which vomit all over my so, uh, fucking. So maybe I should have start. Maybe should I, I should have asked this before we even got into it. Like, uh-huh. do you have a favorite order? Like, a, like a one, two, and, of one, two, and three. Episode one, two, and three. Like, which is your favorite? Which is your least favorite? Well. What we didn't talk about was our personal like experiences with each one. I don't know if we want to save that for later, but well, I feel like that's going to come in a lot when we start talking about theories and fan theories yeah, and yeah. stuff. Um, if you would have asked, like, I was so stoked to see Episode One to have like Star Wars coming back in our time, you know, like our youth. Yeah. Um, but yeah, now I think when I look back on it, it's three, one, two. Uh, Revenge of the Sith, Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, but only, only because of how terrible the Padme Anakin romance scenes are done. They're, just oh, from a movie standpoint, it's so cringy. Uh, it's the cringiest garbage. Uh, but so Clone Wars, so Attack of the Clones f- starts with the attack on the senator, the attempt, the assassination attempt on Padme. That's right, where the the plane blow, the the yeah, fighter, yeah. the jet blows up, and it's her decoy. Kira Knightley. Kira Knightley. Freaking hilarious. I saw that today. Yeah. She was 14 and yeah. like nobody. Yeah. You had no idea. And, and like I've watched that a hundred times and I don't see her no. in that. Now you do. Mm-hmm. Now that you know who it is, you'll watch it and you'll, re- and you'll Kira see Kira fucking Knightley. Yep. yep. Read that today. Um, that's right. And because, and again, this is Palpatine's genius move is that he's fucking, he didn't want her to die because he wants her to make the vote. The idea is like he's 
like putting an assassination attempt out threaten her life to, he needs to yeah. make the stakes life or death dude so starts to out force. again with a heavy political scheming um but yeah ultimate and he's the one that ultimately gets uh, Anakin to be shadowing Padme. He wants to cultivate the emotional side of him. He wants to fucking bring out, you know, Jedi preaches no attachment. He's like, I want an attachment. Right. But like it, it brings, yeah. So it brings you. So the assassination attempt immediately leads into that conversation. Right. Of Obi Wan and Anakin in the elevator. And he's like, You're tense. You're tenser than I've ever felt you were in a long time. Because he's and about like, to see her. And yeah. And there's that almost you almost feel that Obi Wan doesn't doesn't even get it doesn't fully understand that like he's like love interest nervous. Uh, we we said we were just gonna briefly mention it. Um, there is a seven season twenty episode plus each series of the Clone Wars. Um, that I think in that um, Obi-Wan is way more aware and intuitive and, and speaking to that but relationship. But plays it cool. Plays it cool. Still plays it to cool, the but, point where but, I don't even but, think but, more knows awa- knows. but more aware. Whereas in the, mo- in the movie, I agree. Yeah. In the movie, he's like still very... And, and it's kind of something you... You know, you don't... You, it's like hard to fault... Obi Wan for being such a good guy that he couldn't even because he loves. It's almost Anakin. like talking to he like a, a a priest or a father. Like it, it's like or you don't think their mind. His son, you know, and like it's no, just I, no. I still argue. I would argue that he doesn't. He still doesn't think of him as a son. He's purely a pupil. There's no attachment to Anakin, and that's part of the problem. Uh, there was eventually. Eventually, eventually. Yeah, but you don't think so yet. When, but when they're talking in that elevator, and he's, I think. Maybe, I guess we could also argue the fact that, and maybe we'll find this out in the Obi-Wan series coming out, that Obi-Wan is having his own personal battle with attachment because he's been taught not to be attached. He lost his master prematurely and now is in charge of someone that he may be fighting attachment to. And he also, which may blind in him the to show, was attached to a Mandalorian, yep. so like, which we find out. But so the, it could be like there could be way more context to like him almost seeming blind to Anakin. He's doing it on purpose. Romantic attachment to right. Padme. Denial um, is exactly. a river in Egypt. It is. Um, yeah, totally. Um, but it's decided that Padme is going to be guarded by Anakin solely. Just the two of them romping in fields together. Not, well, yeah. So eventually, yeah, after right. the attempt. After the attempt, right, right, and they watch yeah. her, and they and find out. Because that sends Obi-Wan off to well, find the bounty hunter and, who and, tried and, to kill. Which is also uh, important. The, and set up by Palpatine. So the, uh, the second attempt on Padme is um, from a bounty hunter who eventually gets connected to Jango Fett. Yes. Um, which leads us on a path uh, which this is my favorite part of this movie so the juxtaposition between how much I hate the romance scenes and how much I love the Obi-Wan scenes it, it's sometimes hard for me to watch this movie um, I will admit that I have fast forwarded the romance parts and the, just the to big tick 
things in the field and them riding on those. That's what I'm saying. No, I've yet to When he like pretends to be hurt and he's not. Um, Obi-Wan going to Kamino and how smooth he is with playing the part. And then as he's learning that a former Jedi or something, (laughs) right? Like set up this massive clone army and this whole fucking thing, which means that like this has been in the works for years and years and years. Right, because he's like, that guy's fucking dead. Like, what are you talking about? And um, all this shit. Like, and then you, Can we you talk know. about how he finds out? You talk about the CGI. Like, so how he finds out that there's a planet and he goes looking in the archives. And, like, that character that should have been in Men in Black. The, um, <laughs> the cook. Oh, the, the diner. Yeah, yeah, the, the diner the guy. I don't like Obi-Wan. that either. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. I know by the three notches on the side. <laughs> it's Camino. Totally. Cloners. Men in black. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he just this takes me out of it instantly. And, and also, in like, diner. Obi-Wan should be super uncomfortable in a, in a 1950s Americana diner. Which... Again, you could argue that that's like a callback to his first uh, movie. His first movie, and again, what with, the fuck was that? Uh, called? American uh, Thunder, no. American Splendor. No. no, that's another movie. American Graffiti. Graffiti. Just give me a second. <laughs> graffiti. Yeah, yeah. American History X. Just any American Psycho. Keep going. American Werewolf in London. Team um, America. Fuck yeah. yeah. Save I'm gonna save the motherfucking <laughs> day. Yeah. Oh wow. Freedom cost a bucko five. Um, oh, that movie is so wrong. We yo, watched that movie recently. Have you watched it recently? Yes. And me and Christy were like, it's we can't the even laugh. Most. Well, and the, we the puppet sex scene where so they're just like just smacking against each other. Yeah, I mean, that's, it that's starts off and they're like, uh, I can't eight, even eight, repeat eight, it. Eight, eight, yeah, yeah, but yeah, like, yeah. No, he no. does like the sounds. And like like how the like Middle Easterners would talk, where where they're like saying generalizing, that, and uh, and I'm quoting the movie here is that they, they the place they're going to is on Baka Laka Daka Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's no, it's so I, fucking bad. I, I had this conversation with someone recently uh, at my last job, a early twenty year old person, twenty three, twenty four, had never seen it, and oh we were like, God. and you know, and I'm only thinking of it Did off the cry? memory of it. <sighs> I'm thinking a bit of a memory of it, of like, this is hilarious, whatever. The, he, yeah, no, he comes back, he's like, guys. <laughs> What's um, wrong with you? Um, guys. He, he's like, I watched the movie, and we were like, oh, yeah. But no. Uh, <laughs> it, just, it was really, really bad. I couldn't even get into it. So then I watched it, and I guess I think it's on Netflix right now. It was I watched it, I was I like, it. holy shit. You just feel bad for recommending Holy it to someone. Holy shit. Yeah. Like, what kind of piece of shit am I? Besides, like, oh, wow, there's this puppet sex scene. Well, what? it has to do with our brainwashing and propaganda. Dude, well, yeah. It's I, I, where we what were as America. What I said to that person is, like, in that time, for, the, for like, five years after 9-11, if you, as long as it was Islamophobic, you could say and do whatever the yep. fuck you yep. wanted, and also homophobic. You could just blow people uh, up. Hom- like, yeah. homo- oh, my God. Homophobic and but, Islamophobic. And not even necessarily like, homophobic, not, but, like, I, it's not even it's not homophobic, but it's derogatory. So like we would watch like old SNLs and like it's not like they're like anti-gay. They're like just ripping derogatory, on. Like, just ripping on. Yeah, like yeah, ambiguously so, 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 gay duo. Uh, yeah, like, like, which, which was like which was like Steve Carell and yeah. fucking what's his name? Um, We're way off topic, but I know. yeah, two two comedians I like. Uh, was it Bill Hader? Uh, no. no, he's. Got He's got the glasses, and he's got his own talk show, and 
fuck. In a talk show. Yeah, he also came from like the Daily Seth? News. No. no. Uh, uh, Stephen Colbert? No. Yes. Stephen Colbert? Colbert. Oh, glasses in a talk show. There you go. The Colbert Rapport. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Uh, so what the fuck? So what are we talking? So uh, <laughs> the Camino u- ends. U- ultimately, the, the this this corner. ends um, badly for everybody. Where like they're starting to uncover the plot. He goes to Geonosis. Um, side note: where they're building this giant round thing that can yep. blow up planets. They they show you that the Death Star was already like kind of in the works, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, they. Uh, a lot, a lot of I like a lot. I think they're underrated. Um, um, the bug, the bug, fucking people, the, Bu- the bug folk, the long neck people, the Geno's. No, those no, are no, the, no. Those the, are the Kaminoan, Kaminoan, Kaminoans. Yeah, the fluttering, the, the ones fucking bug people. Fly, yeah, yeah, the yeah, bugs yeah, yeah, that yeah, like yeah, built yeah. everything. And, the, yeah, and then yeah. when they're in that fucking, um, also uh, Samuel Jackson's fucking perfect scene where he like decapitates Django. Yes, uh, that whole shit huge. Is. And they're fighting that so, thing, and of course, uh, Natalie Portman. Which, when I was, you know, I think I was arguably looks the best throughout the entire yeah uh, thing uh, on purpose. I was seventeen the, when yeah. that uh, came out, and like when they, of course, the monster tears at her, and it perfectly just makes her shirt a crop Stylized, top. Like, yeah, like, yeah, like especially <laughs> like early two thousands, like slash. Yeah, exactly, it's just it's a monster scratch, and it's the perfect cut, and you're yeah. like, wow, I'm feeling feelings. Yeah. So, but since you brought that up, there's like one of my favorite like visuals in that, besides Natalie Portman, um, <laughs> right? In that scene is when you get the shot of like Dooku and Django st- before, obviously, before he gets his head cut off, right? But Dooku's just standing there, like, and he knows what's going on, and yeah. you could just see, and like for me, that really like clicked a lot into place, like to realize like oh like even this is on purpose like yeah th- like he knew that he was gonna come with a clone army yeah, yeah he knew that like this would like no this has to happen yeah. in order to to initiate the clone army. yeah but then like Django takes off like and then you get to see like the jetpack like up close and he, yeah like, badass lands in the uh, arena uh-huh. and, it just gets fucking <laughs> and then just in front of Boba gets fucking Take, lopped up like, and like What's cr- I mean, it's a classic movie scene where there's this chaos, and somehow one of the one character has the ability to run like thirty yards without yeah, like just like three bolts come at him, and he's like ding ding ding, and he just gets up to him, and he's like, and like, oh, well, because Mace Windu's a fucking badass. Well, Mace Windu dude. is another theory we can get into yeah, later yeah, on. Yeah. Mace Windu's yeah, yeah, got yeah. some. Uh, some jealousy issues. Uh, yes, I think we read the same thing. Um, so yeah, fucking wild shit goes down. Ultimately, that's what we're talking about. Is this all culminates in the fact that the Republic needs to? Uh, what's the word? Um, it's like incite war. Or not, not. Uh, yeah, it needs to fucking. Hit the gas on this clone army that's been made for them, right? But he almost that's, like that's, that's his way what, to bring it out without it being well, him. That's what's genius too is that like it, this is for the Republic, and then they activate it, and they are still and and you know the Clone Wars ster- series shows you that it was years and years and years of oh God. the clones 
nearly winning. Well, you and you grow to love, yeah, clone troops, whole troops of yeah. clones. Mm-hmm. Like you're like, oh, like you wouldn't give up Rex. I wouldn't give Captain Rex up As for anybody. He's one of my favorite characters, in, and, and he's a clone. That's why he keeps showing up. Yeah, and he's a clone. Like, can you think? Like, he's he's one of millions, and right. they make him fucking awesome. Yeah, totally, um, totally. Um, so yeah, so again. From the political Game of Thronesy uh, approach to looking at these or lens to look at these movies through, <laughs> yeah, all this shit where you would be like, "Wow, that's just an," and this is what he does well of like, "Oh wow, that's just another Star Wars movie or just another Star Wars action scene." No, there's a fucking there's another layer or two beneath the surface yeah. of like this is all intuitive the intentional this is and he takes it further because then you're talking about so that was plot for further movies right like that one scene of Django getting his head cut off turns into an entire series Mm -hmm. of another character that we just saw yeah um and like made like forget plot like made that scene memorable enough that like when you now go forward and you see Boba Fett, like you're like, yo, that dude watched his dad get his head chopped Fucking off. Like that's the, one of the first things I think about. Like sliced. Yeah. Him. Like how else do you make a badass character, dude? I can only think of it. Deli meat. That it's just another example of like Samuel Jackson must have the greatest agent. Who reads these scripts and is like, "Yo, this is the most badass." Like, apparently, he argued for a lot of uh, stuff throughout, and like, he George also, said yes and no to different stuff. He also got Lucas to admit that Mace Windu could still be alive. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna, that was a, that was a mm-hmm. question. I, I know it's a theory later. Um, yeah, but it, like, he got Lucas to admit that it's possible. So then, I guess it's possible. There was a theory that if the creator of the fucking shit says it's possible, yeah. then it's possible. Well. How many people have died falling in Star Wars? Also, like, Almost how no many one. people have you thought died and didn't? Yeah. Like, people live in Star Wars. But, I mean, Luke falls. The important character. Characters. Uh, everyone falls. Well, yeah, also Jedi Maul, have that ability. Maul falls. Well, they're trained. We learn right, in the video they, games and stuff that you're trained. That, but they also see, they can do, like, the super fucking high jumps. Yeah. So it's the same shit. Oh, I think maybe it was one of the novels. That uh, you learn that they're trained to like fall from height and use the force right before they get to the landing to like push back. Push back. Um, yeah, Fallen Order is great that way. Jedi Fallen Order, and that like, I thought it did a really, really good job of showing you the process of yeah, like you get those cool flashbacks force, uh, with your trainers in that room, right? As a Padawan. And then, like, it's the same map, but now you can go to more of the planet because you have more force powers. Yeah. It's a genius yeah. way of um, cool. only creating five levels and making it 25. Yeah, planets, yeah, they did a good job. So um, all that stuff happens, and basically cool. we get to right. the next... Well, now we're on episode three. Well, no, you get to the next big scene of the Clone Wars, which, or the Attack of the Clones, which is the fight between Dooku... Oh. Anakin, and you get to see Yoda finally be badass. But you as also get to see Dooku, fuck. who I don't think anyone expected to be able to fight two Jedi at once. Like I didn't think he was that badass. Yeah, but if Yoda had been there, well, Yoda trained different, him. Different game. Well, Yoda was his master. No, but but kudos to fucking 
finally showing Yoda. Like he's bouncing off the ceiling. Yeah. He's. I but love how then, he can like barely move. He's like, eh. But then he uses eh, the force and gets, and then all of a sudden, oh my god. Well, I, that's like him I in love the love Yoda in the Senate room with. Uh, yes. Yeah. 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 With, Which uh, is three. Yeah, I think that's, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. next one. That's, that's the next one. Uh, when he's like, when. Uh, Oh, there's not. No, because no, there's that's yeah. Don't no, they have the big meeting? I guess no, the, really no. This is then. after this is after everything's already like yeah, happened. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he he's already like yeah, trying to yeah, stop yeah, him, and yeah, Dooku's he's already, like, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Dooku's super fucking dead at and that he, point. Yeah, he's like Palpatine throwing the fucking whole Senate chairs at him. Yeah, Yoda's just bing, 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 bing. Yeah, no, no, Yoda's badass as fuck. But that's really, I mean, if we're trying to get married, that's the ending of that movie. They get married, right? Lame. Whack shit um, week. So, episode three. Let's get our synopsis done so we can move on. Um, that's what starts out with the starts off with the f- the fighting scene. You know, because you're still the height of or the climax of the um, separatist republic wars. Um, what goes on in this movie? I mean, this is really about. Um, Anakin, Anakin finally the dark side. Yeah, um, well, two thousand and five. This is the one that opens with that fighter the, scene, the dog fight. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, when they, which is totally like that's what I expected from Phantom Menace. To be yeah. honest with you, yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah. the opening I expected. Like them just like Anakin jumps out <laughs> and just like falls, like free falls. Yeah. <laughs> well, they they crash into one of the. Um, well, they get all the pod things. Spaceships, on. yeah. It's no, crazy. insane. Um, but ultimately, that's you know, Padme's pregnant with who we now know to be the Skywalker twins, um, <clears throat> and they're really just trying to put an end to this fucking war, right? I mean, that's the whole. Well, the whole premise of well, the, the the third movie starts with like, okay, we're ending this fucking war, and. You know, well, Emperor, it's a, Emperor's it's, got other plans. A, I guess it's yeah, and that's why the Clone Wars, the animated series, is so important because it fills in the war. Like you jump from first battle to almost end of the war. To pretty much the end. Yeah. yeah. So then the Clone Wars comes along and is like, here's like a hundred different battles of one war, different tactics, win lose. I'm gonna say her name. If Ahsoka Tano was always a character, why the Buck, did he not put her in the in the prequels? Um, because he, was that a Felony that, invention? That's purely Felony. That he didn't have Jesus. That. that so fleshed out completely. The even the change in character, yeah, is Felony's doing. So when she's well, like his super he, annoying, he used him. Ahsoka in essence to show you the the Anakin transition in a better way than the movies did. I, I I thought that Anakin turning meant more to me in the betrayal to Ahsoka Tano than it did at the time when I saw the movies and all that. So stuff. not to get into one of the theories we're going to talk about, but yeah. arguably Ahsoka is more of what Anakin would have been if yeah. Qui-Gon yeah. would have trained him. I totally agree with yeah. that. Um, she's my favorite character in basically almost all of Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, because of her her story and the way like she's she because it's almost my stance in life. She's almost gray. She's in the middle. Uh-huh. She's like you're both fucking fighting a war. 
for like really like what reason for yourselves right. like not for the people like you're even if you say you're for the people like because she goes and arguably in the worst part of season seven is when she meets those two sisters um and like starts like doing weird underworld well, yeah, help. Whatever, but yeah. it's important because it it's showing her that like regardless of what these great jedi think they're doing like the little people are just suffering yeah, which I think is evident in um, if we, if we want to bring it back to episode three, where you finally have Yoda and uh, Mace L. Jackson um, admitting to each other that like we don't fucking know what's going on. Number one, we don't know what's going on. Number two, I think Yoda says it, but like I think we have overestimated ourselves and like. They're really coming to terms with the fact that, like, holy shit, Jedi doesn't mean God. Like, yeah. Jedi doesn't mean... And, and I think that it's was... It's almost like paying for their, their like, blindness, their blind faith. Blind to, faith, right. It'll all work out because to the, the light side. Says it to the light yeah. side specifically, yeah. right? Because, um, again, that fan theory... We, we, we've heard a lot since then about balance, but at the time... You were like, yeah, of course they're right, right? And then all of a sudden this movie, you're like, okay, well, they're saying, I don't know. Well, you really, because, again, you're almost POV of Anakin, where he's questioning, like, wait. And they are punking him for no reason. Mace Windu, when when they're like, you can be on the council, but you're not a fucking master. He's he's being a bitch, too, but, like, I... But would you argue that, like... I would do the same thing. Because you're so you're you can hang out with us, but you're not part of the team. It's <laughs> no, but think about in like a government Gatorade setting, in a government setting when you got all this stuff going on. Like he hasn't even been with like him. The no, Jedi no, no. I, like, I'm not saying that they should have made him a master. No. What I'm saying is that if I were that dude, I'd be like, yo, fuck you. Yes, yeah, and he also just, thinks he's the best. That's the problem is that he thinks he's the fucking his shit don't stink. Well, because he's been told that this whole fucking life, and and that's one thing that Qui Gon was a little too open about of like you are everything, you know, like you can't. Uh, I think I'm, in Phantom Menace, he's like I believe he is the prophecy. Like, but but I think whoa, he just whoa. But I think Qui Gon understood that like it was potential and it needed to be guided. Like it couldn't it what and I think that's the difference between what like Yoda and Mace think of it. Like they think there's just gonna be a kid or a youngling that comes along that is going like almost well, like a Buddha. S- like you're just gonna um, he's already enlightened. He knows. Say, they say that in episode two when Anakin is slaughtering the Tuscans, you can hear Qui Gon being like, yelling. No, no, you yeah. know. Because yeah. he's he's realizing Fuck. like the loss. He's like, Oh <laughs> right. you know, and, and running back that had all the potential in the world and you're like um, yeah, so, so let's let's finish up the story real quick. Um, yeah, Separatist army or the war is about to end. I mean, it essentially does, right? Like Republic wins, and in that moment, because um, you know, Grievous gets well, yeah, narked and the, the Empire. That's when it. Yeah. The and then in that moment, there's Order sixty six, which Order sixty six is that all these fucking clones. Had uh, we eventually learned it was like a chip, right? That was through the show. You don't know why in the fucking movie, but all these clones had in them the the you know when you hear about spies or like sleeper agents being like turned on by a phrase, yeah. Yeah, uh, Order sixty six was that all of a sudden they just boop, order sixty six, and they just want to murder all Jedi. Yeah, on sight, like 
they don't no questions asked, cool no fucking just immediately look they look at each other they go yep and just start fucking murdering people I and mean, you see it in the movie and then it gets fleshed out in mm-hmm. multiple star wars things after. i like that every every once in a while and they bring um, it back and you're like holy they shit they just did it in boba fett there was just a scene. Uh, and, and Bad Batch did and it really Bad well, Batch too. Bad Batch does yeah. it, and the Clone Wars does it. Yeah. And then Clone Wars Season 7 gives you something really cool. They give you Ahsoka Dude. Dude, at the hologram. And we could, we because we're going to ruin that episode. Yeah. But, like, that was the best thing for me is that, like, seeing the other side of Order 66. Was like, yeah. Holy shit. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> so, war's over, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. He basically, Palpatine, is he basically corrupts. Anakin with Anakin brings him to the dark fears side. of yeah. losing Padme at birth. Basically convinces him that she's going to die. His visions are real. His paranoia is real, and that she is going to die unless he joins the dark side. Can and we he talk doesn't about use how those crazy words. that conversation is when he's like, "Have you ever heard the story of Darth No, no, Darth Plagueis. Plagueis yeah. yeah, but then like he fucking like imagine like sitting down with like your kid and being like, "Yeah, yo." killed your fucking grandfather <laughs> but like just telling it like a third person story well, also when he's like um just the way he goes like eventually he's just kind of like the jedi or punk fucking losers and blah, blah, blah. And, and anakin's like are you saying what i think you're saying he's like yeah dark side totally but how <laughs> but almost and he's like, like whoa and then that's it and then he's all and then he's still all in but like it's almost like someone beating up the whole playground yeah and then say, like, of course you're going to believe that. This guy just right. proved through three movies that, like, he was in charge of everything. And, like, and then he's like, yeah, I could keep your wife alive. Right. No problem. Just just join me. And you're like, well, how, how would you, like, I don't think I could say no to that choice. Well, it would be hard not to believe him. Because, first of all, I'd be scared that, like, if I wasn't on his side, like, what else does this guy got fucking Well, blind? and he's also the only person telling him what he wants to hear. Or, or not even what, he, what Anakin wants to hear, but he's the only person telling him what anakin believes to be true in Giving that him hope uh love and attachment because he's still fucked up about his mom like that all that shit is more important than the jedi code you know like like that's that's what he's being told and that's what he wants to hear um you can debate about how much of either side is true or false but you know in that moment anakin's getting fed what he wants and um he turns he fucking Great scene where he walks into that fucking room with all the little kids, <laughs> the younglings, and just mm. bzz, like you're, <laughs> he's just slicing and dicing. Master Anakin. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man. Yikes. And just cuts and then he, and then he, but what questionably, so like, Padme has an issue with that, right? When he comes back and like she's like all disturbed that he's like dark and shit. Yeah. He tells her that what he did to the Tuscan Raiders, and she's like, eh. <laughs> right. <laughs> He's right. like, I killed them all. Women, no, and that's kind of almost children. when she's like, I, okay, I want you now. Yeah. Um, oh, that was hot. So what are you saying? She's racist? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she's like anti-Tusk. Well, she's, she's a, supposed to be like super diplomat. She's a Tuscanite? No, she's supposed to be super diplomatic. Like everyone's life matters. And it, like, eh. You just killed a couple dozen I people know. I, in I've a tried, desert. I've tried to rationalize that. Is that like she finally sees the vulnerable side of him? Uh, but yeah, I know. No, it's, I don't know. Um, so anyway, uh, Padme's like, 
giving birth to these twins as uh, Anakin is losing his fucking mind and murdering kids. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Obi-Wan, of course, is sent after him to well, stop him. All the him. while, the council is just still, like, sitting on their hands. Well, no, no, because I think Yoda's with the Wookiees at this point. Like, they're seeing all the shit go down. No, this right is, I'm, t- I'm saying post-Order 66. Like, like as soon as Order 66 happens, it's like all oh, hands yeah, on yeah, deck. And um, that's when Yoda comes back and tries to fight him. Um, Mace is already dead. Fucking, you know, er- everything's well, falling. You jumped over so much. You jumped over, like, all of, like, Grievous and, like, the... We didn't talk about like, Grievous. Decoy. You know, of, like, he was just, like, the separatist, you know. Yeah, but he was also all planned to, like, get Obi-Wan because they have beef. Like, he knew Obi-Wan would, like... I saw a really funny meme about General Grievous and that, like, if he would have waited five minutes, he was about to be able to collect, like, a million lightsabers. <laughs> right? Like, it's instead true. of fighting Obi-Wan, if he would have just been like, I got to go take a minute. It does what he does um, in the Clone Wars and just dips out right. all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he would have, like, every Jedi ever would be dead. He could just take every fucking lightsaber. Yeah, see, he's got, like, too many to carry. He's, like, dropping them. You just them see him in, like, the next scene of the Clone Wars. <coughs> oh, shit. Firing oh, on more arms. Yeah, he's like, I'm fucking. Like, uh, Grievous, you got to put some. <laughs> no, I'll never give him a fire. Yeah. Um, no, I know we skipped over a lot. I'm just trying to give like the general, yeah, 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 okay. uh, like the bullet points, you know, an hour and 15 minutes in of, uh, well, you get, yeah, what you the get, synopsis uh, is, is like, we are at a point where it's the showdown between Anakin and Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan has the high ground. There's Mustafar. reasons why that matters. And, uh, Anakin makes a move, gets sliced up. Well, he uses he's, he's pure rage at this point. Yeah, like yeah. he he has he, yellow eyes. His yellow eyes. He has cat eyes. He's uh, he's his voice is changing. Yeah, and uh, Hayden Christ- Christensen is actually acting for the first time in three movies. Well, it's almost like he's like all that pent up angst that he actually has now. Right. He's just got yeah. to let it all out. Mm-hmm. Um. That seems amazing, though. Like no, that, that no, whole no. fight, that, scene, that whole movie too. When they're is, floating is so on the different. separate pieces and yep. they're, they're jumping yep. back and forth, and yep. I mean, that no, whole and, thing and just you and McGregor, it's one of his best. When he's like, "You were my brother," you know, I, but I believe in democracy. Um, it's it's powerful and fucking. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you, Dad. Um, you didn't let me go to that party. So, yeah, he gets fucking cut the fuck up. And the only way he can survive is in the Vader suit. Which we can talk about more is like a torture device Inside made of by a, Palpatine. Right. It, it's meant to make him continually angry so he, can he will can't continue eat. to fucking. He can't feel. Right. He, like and all he feels is pain. He has no joy senses. Right. So he will continue to be feeding into the dark side. And yeah, initially like that box on his chest, like he has to actually like use his hand. Uh, that and so I have those Marvel Vader comics, uh-huh. and like when he first turns, he actually freaks out and turns on Palpatine. Yeah, yeah. Well, he like destroys second, everything. He, like, like, he no, but he nuts. like goes for him of like you fucking did this to me, and like Palpatine like shocks him into like submission of like chill the fuck Just out. Over and over. Um, Padme dies, and we can talk about that. But Padme dies. She gives birth to these kids. They get split for their own safety. One goes to Anakin's uncle. Yep. Step uncle. <sighs> step uncle. Step uncle. Because she married into that family. Yes, yes, yes. Um, yes. Step uncle. Uh, and the, Luke goes with the step uncle and Obi Wan. Leia goes uh, with Senator Amidala. Okay. And 
not Amidala. Um, yeah, Amidala. Yeah. Right? No, that's Padme's last name. Organa. Organa. Sorry, Bail Organa. goes with Bail yeah, Organa. Leia Organa. Right. Yes. Uh, Organa. And so many becomes Prince. Fake I know. names. I know. It's a, it's a lot. <laughs> um, and that is how we end because, you know, we're leaving off for the story that, you know, the assumption is that we all know. But do they? Well, yeah, we, I guess everyone yeah. that watched. I mean, I wonder how many people, like, no, I mean now people watch everything out of order, but yeah, like how many people like this besides like just young kids, like older twenties to let's say forties, like this was their first Star Wars. Uh, you know what? I have been surprised at how many people I've actually heard that from. Well, that's why I, I feel like that's um, more common than you and probably it think. Blows it. my fucking mind. Before we start uh, the second part of this episode, why don't we go back to? Um, Light years. What are we drinking? Grim. From the Brothers Grim. Holding down BK New York. Brooklyn. Was have you been to uh Brooklyn? Not ever. ever. I don't I, <laughs> I didn't mean to pause for that long. I mean I like recently. Been, recently. No, recently. it's been recently. over three, four years since I've been in New York. Um, but we are going to Manhattan in a few weeks and I will I think we're talking about going to like uh, Dumbo and shit like that. It's been a minute for Brooklyn, but I mean, I've been to Madison Square Garden, I think. Anyway, uh, that's where Grimm is. Maybe we'll go there one day. Maybe we'll check it out. Probably not. Maybe I'll swing by. Lightyear. Beta Dents put stickers out there. Yeah, right? Window, door, bathroom, bathroom mirror, faces. We have Beta Dents stickers, by the way. Faces. Yeah, email us at. BetaDenOG at gmail.com and maybe I can uh, set you up with uh, one or two of those bad boys. We'll send or you so many stickers. You can hit us up at the underscore beta underscore den on Instagram. That's those ways that you contact us in this futuristic world that we live in. That's no right. Twitter. No Twitter, Elon. We're not on Twitter. I'll take a um, carrier pigeon too, actually. Yeah, oh, I would. You I will that fucking out. totally accept carrier pigeon. I'm not saying my I will address give you on all this. All the stickers <laughs> for I, the carrier pigeon. I'm not telling you where to send it on this episode, but if you have a carrier pigeon that can pick up some stickers, get in touch with us, and we will tell you where to email send us it. at betaogg <laughs> at gmail dot com or hit us up on the underscore beta <laughs> underscore den at instagram.com i was on I was, the things i was about to say this uh, the subject title of your email has to be carrier pigeon i accept all those remove from spam carrier folder immediately. underscore pigeon <laughs> that'll be the one time that's the guy in the basement he's like holy shit they're talking to me i got my pigeons for a reason <laughs> i'm gonna find out where they live <laughs> Huzzah! Literally, like living like Palpatine, set this all up. He's been waiting for this. I've been waiting since the Sleepaway Camp episode. Mm. <laughs> all right, season so one, episode seven. Um, what do you think about this guy here? You want, want me, me to go again? first? I don't know. Oh, Jinx. I want you to go first. You want me to go first? Yeah. Mm, okay. Grim. Grim. Lightyear. Double IPA. Fruity. I'm not surprised that you picked the spear. It honestly had nothing to do with the. With yeah. the style, it's it was light literally year. the light year. Right. I really tried. I was looking for like a porter. I was looking for something different. I was going to surprise you. I know, but I was looking to expand my palate. Yeah. Um. All right. So, but for this guy, I'm going to go with 
four. Four out of five four beta fish. And fishes. why uh, would you say that, Lee? Uh, this is this is really drinkable to me. I mean, it's it's fruity, but it's not too fruity. Yeah. Like we've had a few where like any kind of hoppiness is almost washed out by like the tartness, the of fruity fruit. overload. Um, That's like all those tired hand beers. Yeah, it's um, too much. Yeah, there's there's one tired hand. There's one mango. I don't know if it's a tired hand. Uh, there's a mango beer I really like. We haven't had we we had some like acai super IPA sour shit in the first season. I think I'm, we haven't. I'm had still going to defend that sweet potato. The uh, what is that? Elastic waistband. Ela- yeah, elastic waistband. I love that beer. Yeah, I'm he doesn't want to make it. I know. I told him I will make a beta I will den cut, batch. Man. I will cut the fucking potatoes myself. I will come in and help you cut the potatoes. Um, that's a different beer, though. So, Grim Lightyear, Lee gives it four, four out of five beta fish. I am going to agree with that. Oh, nice. We agree. <sighs> I'm going to agree with that. It is drinkable. Uh, it's a double IPA. It does not drink like a double. Um, it almost drank like a session. I, I thought it was very crushable. Super fruity, um, but not in an artificial way. Good beer. Good beer. Good job, guys. Good beer. Good job. Rep, nice Repping yap. the burrow strong. Nice yap. I like what your boys are doing. All right. So I had two ideas. You tell me what you want to do. I had some fun facts, or we can talk about theories. Why don't you start with the fun facts, because I feel like they might lead into some theories. Okay. Uh, here's well, – I guess this is okay to start with. Uh, did you know that E.T.? Was in the Phantom Menace? In the Senate scene. Yeah. yeah. Bunch of ETs. Yep. Uh, the Millennium Falcon is spied landing on Coruscant. Before. In Revenge of the Sith. Before either Solo or Lando, Lando. own it. So who owns the Falcon at that point? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I know that. Um, oh, um... Well, we talked about this. In Attack of the Clones, Jar Jar stands in for Senator Amidala. Yeah, and makes the the vote, which yeah. is why everything is able to be done. Right. Yep. Uh, Revenge of the Sith featured a lot of hands being cut off. Yeah. Anakin loses one to Obi-Wan. Mace Windu loses one to Anakin. And Obi-Wan cuts two of General Grievous's hands off. Wait, and which and one is Dooku loses I was going to say, Dooku Anakin. loses yeah. two. Yeah, you see him on the floor after he... Does that nice? That's a dope spin move, by the way. Uh, like lightsaber move that Anakin uses, like how he, because Duke was using the two hands on the saber, right? And he does like a, he's almost his hilt's almost past his hands, and he like does like a from a downward position, up, just slices up. Uh, yes. Um, I liked though what Dude. they did with Duku's sabers, how they were kind of like Kurt. slant, yeah, and he the way he held them, yeah, it's because like kind of like overhand. And I'm not gonna get the style right. So there's oh, one of the forms. five forms, I believe I think it there's is. M- I think there's more. Um, but maybe, but yeah, like I said, I'm not going to get it right. But it's because of the form that he uses. Right. Um, it helps us. And same thing, if you look at Ahsoka Tano's hand, uh, sabers, one of them has like a curve, and the other one, it also has a curve, but it's way, way less. The new ones. Um, her, anytime she has the, the same? double. Okay. Um, it's because she holds one upside down. Yes. So it gives her the sweeping like reaper action and it pulls itself through. It's pretty fucking dope. But yeah, I, I agree. I was initially everyone was like, I love Maul's saber and how like it does a double thing. 
I always loved that. That was fucking Man. cool too. I, I, I think that the prequels don't get enough credit for their saber duels. Um the mall scene was hands down the best part of that movie for me. The Duel of Fates um, is my second favorite lightsaber battle of all time. Yeah. What's your first? Maul versus Soka season seven in the Clone Wars. Oh, you're including that. Okay. Because, yeah. I mean, all together lightsaber battle, like, that is one of, and it's all mocap. So it's two people actually doing, doing the, the doing fight the scene. So it's Ray Park, and I'm sorry, I forget the, I'm not going to know the, the um, stunt woman's name who's doing it for Ahsoka, but I've, you could ask my family. They annoyed how many times I've watched that fight scene. They have a good one. Um, Ahsoka Vader have, has a good one in Rebels. Yes. Was it season two or three? Uh, yeah, well, and he's like super strong, and he's just like in the pyramid, but she breaks half the fucking yeah. helmet. But like when he's coming at her, he's just like he can. Yeah, his you could tell his hits are just so much like harder than she can handle at oh, first. Oh yeah, like yeah, no, uh, that's a good one. Say what you will about the movie, but I was really impressed with I think it's the episode nine um, when Ray and Kylo fight on the remains of the Death Star in the throne room uh no in oh. the fucking ocean when there's the tidal waves yes. um, on, on the on the wreckage of the death star that's a good and scene. That's dude that's a really well that's, that's a, a really, really good, good saber fight like and again say what you will about the movies whatever that's like one of the best that's a really good star movie. wars saber fights i've oh. ever seen especially like live action um yeah what did you have a i, I have like two more i oh no i mean you were just talking about the, the sequels but yeah um the only thing I really do love out of like Kylo and the, that whole storyline uh-huh. is the way he fights with a lightsaber. That like full body reckless abandon, like when he throws it, he like he just fucking goes for it. Like it's full like when you if you watch him fight with a saber, he's way more open than a lot of I have of, to pay uh, more attention. Yeah, yeah, uh, he's he's more when you watch just, him like uh, in, yeah, when especially when he fights Ray in like the with like all the ashes falling. He's just trying to like wail on her. And he's just and like that, because you imagine like if you had a weapon like that, and you were mad, like you would, and like he he's just so mad, he's just so angry all the time, and yeah. it comes through in his fighting style. And and he didn't get as much training. Yeah. Um. I also warmed up to the way his looks. When I first saw it, I was like, ah, it looks his like saber? a medieval sword. Yeah, oh, yeah. No, but then I he kind of like fights that saber. way, and, and I like cool. the way he got it and all that. And we'll talk right. about that when we get to that movie. But mm-hmm. um. Mm. So uh, Jango Fett In Attack of the Clones When he gets into his ship After his fight with Obi-Wan When they're still on Kamino uh, He bangs his head On the open door frame As a callback to the That was a callback To the fucking mm-hmm. Yeah Stormtrooper In episode four That's a good one I think it's just In the first four, movie four, Yeah first he one, yeah. bangs Like one of the extras Bang their four, head yeah. uh, And it was a total accident But they do it the Because he's a clone of him Right So like that same right. Clumsiness he would, he would, would be that. built yeah. in Yeah Which is really fucking uh, it's, it's, yeah. Like, kind of genius. It's kind of be like, uh-huh. or is it like they just thought about that after? And they thought it was like funny. Like some smart guy in the room after they thought it was funny. It was like, but we could also tie it in. Like, you know, he's a clone. So, well, uh, S- Star Wars is one of those things where, um, I can't think off the top of my head. I know there's plenty of other, um, works that have uh, an expanded universe like, uh, Marvel, obviously, but, Star Wars is one of those things, maybe Game of Thrones was for a time, of like, 
people come up with theories and connections and explanations for things. There's a lot of things You're that just don't necessarily in. that that the writers maybe were like, uh, yeah, yeah that's there's a lot of things meant. that even I don't know about uh, that are like that. I've heard people like Firefly. Yeah, uh, like there's a lot of Battlestar Galactica, Babylon. Sure yeah. No, nah, like there's so many things where there's like whole communities of fans, right? That like just all they do is. But now that you're getting the rest of the universe, it f- and they're it starting gives to you so and they're starting more. to make some of those connections. They connect. It's cool. It's like really then, cool. then it almost opens the door even more for like, okay, so all these weird things we were thinking could be true. So I'll give you, yeah. So like what you were saying, yeah. Star Wars may be one of the only ones that is has a legends and a canon that so frequently legend becomes canon. Is that what you're trying to say? Like. There's theories, legends, so there's all the novels, there's all these theories. Yeah, and then, and they, then, can, somehow and then they flesh it out. A lot of it becomes right. canon and becomes part of the story. Right. Yeah. You know, that is, it, I would say that Star Wars probably is one of the only ones that has They're really like so much into it. cross streaming. Yeah. Cross streaming. Um, yeah. Never cross the streams. Never cross the streams, unless you're Star Wars. Uh, Phantom Menace was the name of a villain in the Flash Gordon comics, mm-hmm. which was George Lucas's. One of his uh, influences on Star Wars. And um, Revenge of the Sith is the only Star Wars film thus far that does not feature R2-D2 in the final shot. Which is weird. Yeah. Like, why? Why that one? Yeah. Well, like he's, I'm like, why is he so fucking important? I, like, you can make an uh, argument that, like, and I, I didn't read it, but I saw things of like, why C-3PO is the most important character in fucking like... Eh, eh. Well, I think because of his importance in the sequels, people argue that he's important throughout. But I would argue that R2-D2 is the same thing. Like, also, R2-D2 like saves the day. Multiple times. A lot. R2-D2, that lightsaber, ping, that thing is fucking money. Yes. It's money for Luke. It's yes. money for Ahsoka. It's money for Anakin. It's money for Obi-Wan. Like every single person. It's money for fucking. Uh, isn't it? Don't, doesn't, he, doesn't he use it in um, Rebels? Wait, are you saying that each one of these people has had him pop the saber to them? Yep. I know Luke for sure. I, and I'm having Col- trouble picturing this. The other ones you're talking about. Because Ahsoka, I've one of the plots on one of the planets, she can't have weapons and she uses him. Yeah. Yeah, there's plenty of times. Yeah. He, yeah, dude, he, that no, shit I'm is... I'm sure you're right, but uh, yeah, no, he's potentially, I mean, he's the one that gets the plans. Uh, he's the, like... Leia's message. R2's the shit. The map to Luke. The map to Luke. And, um... Correct me if I'm wrong, but like when everyone's like, "Oh, so R two knew everything in the first three and the they wipe their brain, they wipe their memories, right?" A few times, I think, throughout the thing, though. Yeah, it's a, it's, yeah, it's like implied. They get their memories wiped um, between three and four. There's a few things that happen. I think they talk about. I, um, I think you're right. I think you're right. You're I, I feel like I, I feel like I remember that not just like in my head or a theory, but like that can't put my finger on it now because otherwise you know people talk about like when in empire strikes back when r2 goes with luke to dagobah he should be like yo that's him that's yoda when when he first shows up and he's fucking with luke of like, how much of that, i know yoda blah. And how much like, of that is like built into him because he's no, been so close i to feel stuff. like r2 would have been like that's the motherfucker dude yeah <laughs> like what's up yoda i think they had their memories wiped they might yeah, they must have 
Gotta look that one up for yeah, sure. No, I didn't know. But um, yeah. No, he does. He pops that out for like a lot of people. Um, I gotta just like YouTube like R two lightsaber pops. Pop yeah. Yeah. Um, C three PO is initially activated by Anakin. Uh huh. Um. And he says a quote that is a direct quote from uh, Hal 9000 from uh, um, uh, fucking, oh my God, Stanley Kubrick, uh, something, two, Spa- uh, a Space Odyssey, right? 2001. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm not going to remember <sighs> thank the God quote, we were, thank but God that, we were there. <laughs> that quote, he says a quote that's like, <laughs> is the same quote that the Hal... Artificial okay. intelligence says when he comes online. Yeah. Um, there's that. I'm trying to think of what else is from this from these movies, like fun facts. But theories. Theories. There's a plenty. Dude, I read some cool shit. There's and, some cool and ones it, and that um, are full, like where you're like, that probably is it. And then there's some there's like no fucking way. We started talking about this, so I, I'd like to do this one first. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. Qui Gon could have saved Anakin. From going to the dark side. 100% believe it. Um, so what I liked most about this is that it says somewhere that uh, at some point, there, there's like these comics or something that are potentially canon that go to, uh, into Qui-Gon's past. Okay. And he's going through a crisis of Master faith. Master and Apprentice? Are you talking about that novel? I don't know. He goes okay. th- going through a crisis of faith and Qui-Gon communes with the Force and sees a vision of the galaxy at peace which is only possible because both the light side and the dark side are in harmony, meaning the dark side has to exist for the galaxy to be in balance, right? So um, Palpatine was able to exploit Anakin's darkness to turn him into a Sith, but if Qui-Gon had lived, he could have taught him to accept both sides can be whatever. You know what I mean? Like, Basically, what they're saying is that Qui-Gon was not as black and white. Yeah, but that's what part of the reason the rest why of the I say council. that like Ahsoka. Because even when Ahsoka regains her faith at the end of the Clone Wars, after she gets, you know, she gets the the assassination plot gets pinned on her, and she gets right. kicked out of the Jedi Council, right, right? And then they offer it back, and she's she like, redeems herself, and she's like, "Fuck!" She's you, like, I'm, like, "I am no Jedi," because right. she, she comes to that exact realization that, like, if you can kick me out. On like a technicality that's so black and white when I can explain all the things to you, like you're not living by the force. Like you're not understanding that like there's good and bad and like it's not just what you want to see and anything else is bad. I I think a nice under uh, tone or theme or whatever is that like even... I don't want to say something as cliche as like too much of a good thing is bad, but something along those lines. So like even things done with the best intention, you know, can still lead to catastrophe. Well, it's a very religious metaphor. Like even like the best intent, like how many wars were fought in the name of God? Blind faith. Yeah. Like it's the same thing. Like, so she realizes just like, I think eventually Qui-Gon would have realized, like you were saying, he would have realized like annihilating the Sith and, Doing without would have, it's almost like the analogy of like cutting off the head of the beast and two more grow back. Like, well, they say that Siths, um, only Siths act in absolutes. So if you're saying that absolutely there can't be any dark side, then in theory, you're already betraying the Jedi code. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, just talking like a, a riddle life, or is it like, like a power but, vacuum though? In the same way, is like if you 
if you took out the Sith, like there'll be another dark side. Like that's right. just what it is. Like, and if you're denying that, you're not looking at the whole picture. It's a totally different, if I'm going to try to like think of it through some kind of like personal lens. Uh, I don't know. There was a time in my life where I was like probably borderline hippie, uh, you know, eradicate all fucking military type shit, yeah. peace, peace, love, yeah, whatever yeah. the fuck. All you right. need is peace, right? And I was probably sixteen, yeah. but and just had started smoking weed recently, yeah. but uh, and was l- only listening to Dave Matthews. But uh, go listen to the episode. <laughs> right. But as I've gotten older, I think I've understood. You know, uh, not to keep bringing this up. Uh, I like how Star Wars and Russia tend to be the same thing, but like, um, then you see something like. W- what's going on with Russia and Ukraine right now? And you're like, oh, no, you do need. Makes sense. Unfortunately, unfortunately, it yeah. would be great to live in this world where everyone's living on the light side. But like, uh, no, you do need to have some really big guns pointed at some specific people to be like, just leave me the fuck alone. Yeah, every once in a while. Even if it's and and you know, I'm not whatever. There's plenty of opportunity to talk about going too far and whatever ends. But but like, the reality is that you do need. Dark well, to appreciate the light. Yeah, and there's something to be said for like violence to protect yourself and violence for the sake of violence, protection I mean, and defense. Yeah, yeah. Um, can we talk about a crazy, crazy theory? That, that I would I, love it. That yeah. like, there's like a scene for scene breakdown of that you can watch. Okay, and like. The, the person tries to argue the fact that this is real. Okay. That Jar Jar is a Sith, a Sith Lord. Like a yeah, Sith Lord. Yeah. 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 And that like everything. Like I agree that he's a useful idiot, but that everything that he does is intentional. Is un- intentional. I think I want to believe that to make an excuse. I think it, for well, the it would make it a lot better fucking mistake that was Jar Jar Binks. Random aquatic ass. Um, yeah, because they're saying like you know he pretends to be clumsy. It's almost like uh, you know what it reminded me of um, drunken drunken monkey. Yeah. Uh, Jackie yeah. Chan yeah. drunken monkey or that drunken, drunken monkey style. Yeah. Right. Um, so when he is, it's the Gungans versus the battle droids, and he like kicks one around. Yeah, it's like attached to his foot, or he trips and falls, like and now it's stuck on his foot, and then he kills six droids just by kicking his fucking foot around. Um, and they do some of that in the Clone Wars, too. Also, Clone Wars knew that like after season two, they kind of stopped using him. He, he was in it a lot yeah. in the beginning. Well, again, they made it very childish. I think we yeah. talked about this yeah. earlier. And we'll go into it in like, like when we do those yeah. uh, things. But, uh, yeah, he's more prevalent than you want him to be and you got to ask yourself why and he's the one that gives palpatine the vote yeah uh to make but there's also one of the scenes when they're walking i forgot i guess maybe they're on naboo and they're walking and they get like ambushed by droids Uh and like he comes off the bridge like late and it like seems like maybe he like knew the ambush was coming isn't that the show out of the way no it was in the it was in the movie it was in the movie Uh, there probably is a scene like it in the show because, like you said, he's in it a lot. Yeah, you know what? It's funny. I I had heard that years ago. You know, I think even before like all this, like I don't want to say before the internet because that's not a thing. Before the uh, modern internet, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Before memes and all that shit of like, I, I had heard sand. that before. I don't like sand. It's um, coarse, rough, and irritating. 
Yeah. Um, this one isn't so much of a theory as like a, an observation, but Obi-Wan's defeat of Darth Maul helped him beat Anakin on Mustafar. So the whole the whole concept of um, I have the high ground, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I saw like a probably too long breakdown of this point. But basically, if you remember from Phantom Menace, uh, Obi-Wan is hanging in the tube uh-huh. and he makes a really risky move and that he flies over him Mm -hmm. and then catches him off guard (coughs) cuts him in half right so you would have to assume that from phantom menace which uh you know he was what a padawan to revenge of the sith it's got to be a number of years and you would assume that obi-wan's told this story before right yeah and you would assume that anakin would be with him when he's that's a plausible theory so when he's sitting over a campfire and anakin's next to him and Ahsoka, you know, there too, and they're just talking about like old times. He would talk about that, right? So it'd be like, a, "How'd you fucking cut Darth Maul off?" Right? So uh, Anakin's heard this for years that like all he did was flip over him. So in that moment, and I think they even say that like Ewan McGregor says, "Don't try it." Mm-hmm. That he already knows oh, that yeah, Anakin that is going to try move. that move that he did against Darth Maul. It makes sense. But you I would have totally to assume that, that Obi Wan's been thinking of that fight. You know, forever. But also was the one who did the move. And so knows know how, how to, to fucking, yeah. It. He's yeah. like, you know what you do when they jump over you? You cut yeah. their fucking arms and legs off. But, yeah. So, like, that, that whole, like, Darth move. Maul to it's the... It's such fun. a dumb move on Anakin's part. Even even if there was never anyone telling you, like, that was... Or you never... Like, he is literally, like, 30 feet away with no angle whatsoever to, like, attempt that kind of move. I think... I think... Um, he couldn't jump the other way. I think what I've heard is that, like, if you want to make the argument that, like, why didn't you just turn around and leave, he couldn't make the jump. Yeah, but you to still have a side. better chance if you just charged. Like, so even if he jumped over, like, so by the distance, how far away he was from Obi. Yeah. Even if he jumped over him, Obi would have been like slow motion watching this man jump over him, turning around, and right. like, oh. Just stab him with stab it. Stab up. Or even yeah. when he landed, would have Boop. had all the time in the world to just be like, deek, right. like right in his chest. So like, what kind of, what was your, you would have a better chance of like slithering up the floor. Well, you'd have to think that while you're feet. in the air, you're also still like, you know, in a defensive fucking position. But like for like a, any kind of, I feel like it's such a risky move for any kind of skill. Like that's what you do to someone who doesn't have a lightsaber. And actually he's he, too cocky. You want to hear something he else? He was talking the Obi-Wan, whole time about how he's better than Obi-Wan. And Obi-Wan every- also, I think if I remember correctly, almost the same kind of thing happened with him. And oh, what's that big Wookiee's name that we just met in, uh, in the Boba oh, Fett Chris, show, Chrysanthem. Uh, yeah. Um, what he was in. He Obi-Wan fights Obi Wan. That 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 scar that Chrysanthem has is from Obi Wan lightsaber. From what? Uh, from a battle he had when he. No, in what? Like a in comic a, in or a, show? I don't know if it's a novel or a comic. It's a comic, I believe. Um, he comes to Tatooine, searching for a Jedi, uh-huh. and. Obi-Wan, like, when he's there, he's not using his lightsaber because as soon as he uses his lightsaber, he knows. Sure. Um, and he has to fight Chrysanthemum and he's forced to use his lightsaber and then, like, I guess leaves the planet for a while and comes back. But um, I think it's in they, similar fashion. Um, where, like, he, they consider a lot of the Marvel shit canon. Yeah. So. 
Well, again, we're about to find out. Chris Anthony was introduced in Boba Fett. I'm sure yeah, we'll see I him. Why. See him in. Uh, I'm excited for that series to be honest. I hope it. Yeah, me everything too. Everything they say it's gonna be. Um, uh, you got any other crazy theories? Crazy theories. I don't think there's anything too crazy. There's a lot Have of. Have you ever uh, heard that Palpatine is Anakin's father? There's that. There and there's the. Uh, well, apparently, there was a script. Uh, I think for Revenge of the Sith, in which Palpatine confirmed that, but then Lucas took it out. So the there's the theory that I think because that is still she had swirling. the virgin. Uh, virgin yeah, birth. He manipulated uh, Well, he too. talks about uh, the Darth Plagueis who can create mm-hmm. life. Yeah. And how he learned how to do that through the dark side. Now, part of us always thought, like, oh, he was lying to Anakin the whole time just to get him to do whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Or he created life inside some fucking. Oh, well, yeah. That was a theory I was going to say. Tattooing the slave. Theory that he was able to m- manipulate the Metachlorians, and that's why. Right. Anakin's signature is such an anomaly, um, right. which bleeds into the theory that Mace Windu is the balancer to the Force. I saw that too. Um, and is why he's so hesitant and Yoda and Mace give each other a look when Qui-Gon introduces Anakin because is a theory that... Um, Mace was supposed to be the chosen Mace one. Mace is the chosen one and, yeah. and that's what Yoda had thought. Yeah. And that's why they look at each other like, uh, who is this kid? Yeah. But then we were introduced to baby Yoda, Grogu, and everyone thinks now that that look is because Yoda knows that there's a Grogu and he's like... You think Grogu is the chosen one? I think they think Grogu is meant to bring balance to the Force. And I think that's why Grogu has that crazy fucking, I will fucking burn you. (laughs) <laughs> or fucking kill you. The only problem there, and it's not unfixable, uh, is that the sequels made Rey that. She uses th- all the Jedi. She she's uses the balance the, between the two of them. But she's the die. They are the dyad. The two of them right. create a dyad in the Force. So that's more of the Sith prophecy. And then but I thought she brings balance. They bring balance. Okay, fine. But my point is that, and again, the, it's I heard it's, it's going to be redconned. So I don't think they it'll might ever be redconned. But you also but have the world between worlds that can say that there's a different explanation, timeline. right? They, yeah. They'll do the multiverse, yeah. uh, uh, basically. Uh, but there's also the theory that. Um, Ben is supposed to be the balance to the force. So like it, all like the, all the theories are Ben Solo. Yeah, um, it's supposed to be the balance to the force. Right. Uh, so I pick any one of these kids. Who knows? <laughs> Anakin, Mace, Grogu. Um, <sighs> Not Ezra. No, I don't think Ezra could be a balance to the force. Ezra is too good. Well, he does. Uh, he gets a touch of it. Darth Maul kind of turns him a little bit. For like a second. Yeah. And even when you're watching that, that's what's going on in your mind the whole time. Is that Ezra's, There's no way Ezra could fall for this. I don't know. The whole time I, I thought Ezra that, was kind of no like way. gullible I, idiot kid. I mean, he's been through a lot now. I thought he was like playing we might see. Maul as much as he was... Uh, uh, well... We, we might be him. seeing uh, we'll Ezra. Probably, I mean, yeah. we'll, we'll have to see Ezra. I think he's already been casted, to be honest. 
I heard it was the kid who did uh, the voice. Was it? Yeah, I, I heard. I mean, that. I heard. I, I, I heard a name, so it could be. I yeah. don't know. And I wouldn't be able to tell you the name because I'm terrible at names. Yep. <laughs> um. I don't know, man. You got anything else? I think we went through most of the cr- like more exciting theories. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, like we said, the fucking prequels were more so almost than the original trilogy have become like just the breeding ground of so many different spinoffs and projects. And yeah, like as much as people when the movies came out might have tried to discredit it, like they've time and time again have been shown to be very important. To the entire storyline. So I, wa- I did want to talk a little bit about like, yeah, they are so important and also such a small glimpse of what's going on yeah. in the universe. Because like we talked about the Clone Wars and you talk about how many characters that are super important to everything that's going on that aren't even mentioned in any three of those movies. Yeah. Between like the other apprentices, the other people of other planets, the other generals, like you talk, and, we talk um, about the clones. Well, how important and essential the uh, clones become. Right. Like you brought up to me a good point a long time ago, in that there's also a large part of this galaxy that doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. About a whole bunch. Jedi or Sith or the Outer Empire Rim, or all this, this and that. Like there's. Even before that, though, like throughout the story, there's always planets that are like, leave us the fuck out of it. Yeah. And a lot of times the storylines, especially in like Clone Wars, would go that like you're in it whether you like it or not, you know. But like still, there's plenty of the galaxy that's and we saw that in the sequels, too. Like when they're uh, whatever it was, Last Jedi, when they're on that ship, they're running away. They're like, no one's coming because it's not, you know. The, the the original trilogy made you think that the whole galaxy oh, was, was against the, the was empire, all, and Luke was like going to be right. literally Jesus Christ. And and the more shit you watch, you realize that this is just a it's just a little blip of, in the corner yeah, of the galaxy. And it's important, and it you know. Well, I think it's when the I was head of government that, and shit like that, it but was it was also in the what we might, which I hopefully we see in either Ahsoka or I guess we'll see probably Ahsoka, but we'll see Thrawn, and he's a really good glimpse into I fucking how hope so. um many different cultures they are how many of them have nothing to do with the galactic empire but how like useful knowledge of like planets and culture can be yeah which is really cool what he does um yeah. with like paintings and shit and yeah 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 like, no uh, he was probably one of the most memorable characters he's cool uh, in the uh, in the animated Rebels. stuff but you gotta watch you got in i, I want to read novels, the books yeah yeah it's fucking amazing and i didn't realize how old those books were they yeah, were written in like the, the 80s. Thrawn alliance. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. there's new Thrawn, which is cool no, I know, too, but but, yeah. he, but like he's been around for yeah. a very long well, time. Because they did, there he's originally in the um, the books that came out that were supposed to come out right after um, the original tri- the trilogy. Tril- yeah, yeah. So like the continuation when Han and Leia are like mm-hmm. governing, and like he's like she's like governing, and he's Luke's like training Jedi, like off know. doing runs and weird like. He's like uh, an official, but not an official. Like he's like a bounty, like, not a bounty. Yeah, but he's like because he's like a diplomat, but he's, he's Han Solo, he's, so he doesn't really. Uh, he's not like the best diplomat, but he's, he's banging Twi'leks. Is what yeah, he's doing. Well, yeah. Hopefully later they find out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> talk about the next person to get their arms ripped off by a Wookiee. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
can you imagine? Can you can't imagine, cheat like, the force. Can you imagine like Chewie finding out that like Han fucked up and cheated on Leia? With how attached and how much he loved that couple. <laughs> yeah, it's true. But Chewie, I still see him as a bro. Because he's the dog. Hose. He's yeah. the dog. He's, he's like, your dog. He just he sees it yeah. all but says nothing. I mean, your dog judges you. Right? <laughs> your dog looks <laughs> at you like you <laughs> piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> but he doesn't rat you out. You get punched in the side of the arm later yeah. <laughs> by a Wookiee. He makes you spoil him for a while. <laughs> oh, Bill, isn't there something that he eats when he goes somewhere? I thought there was like some, maybe it was one of the novels. It's like a rat thing or something that they really like. Wookiees really, uh, <laughs> really like know. that he likes to eat or whatever. But yeah, I haven't, haven't learned about their diet. Mm-hmm. Well, um, but you visit Kashyyyk a little bit more. Yeah, expand your. Is that how you say it, Kashyyyk? Kashyyyk. I like Kashik. Kashik. Who says casting? I don't know. I do. <laughs> I just copy what they say on the shows and <laughs> the and the game. You read me it one and, way. And, it's uh, like Harry Potter. Uh, me and Saw Guerrero <laughs> say it that way. <laughs> it's like Harry Potter. When, like ask your wife when she first read Harry Potter, uh-huh. and then she watched the movie, and then they're pronouncing what the words all were. this English shit differently, and he's made up fucking words. Yeah, that's, that's the same funny. way I, I figured out my Star Wars lingo. <laughs> We talked about, is Windu dead? That was my big question. Nah. I had a question for you. No. You don't think he's dead? No, because like I said, because fucking Lucas, he kind of like confirmed that he could be alive, which means he is, if he wants him to be. What's his What's his feeling right now? What do you think he's like? So he's alive. Like, what's he? Like, oh, is he well, still he, Jedi Order, or is he like... Mace? Yeah. Yeah, with a vengeance. Pissed. You don't think he's... Almost, almost to the side of like like borderline dark side of But that's like, what I mean. Is he mad? He's mad at the Jedi murder. too, right? He's going to... Yeah, he's okay. pissed. Good. I want that. Because if he's he pissed. comes back, I want that. I want yeah. like, you betrayed me. Like I was the chosen one. Like, Just that purple lightsaber slicing and dicing So I'll give you. Everything. I'll give you a recommendation. Huh. Uh, Star Wars Theory YouTube page. This guy, he does podcast on on and streaming thing on star wars but he does fan fiction and he does really good fan fiction like okay. things and he has a window and you that scene in the bringing up the purple lightsaber reminded yeah. me he's like takes out all these uh stormtroopers uh-huh. in like a dark smoky room and then at the all you see is a purple lightsaber just and you're like oh shit nice yeah. uh check it out if you haven't already i'll have to look into that yeah all right, man. I think uh, I think that's all I got, dude. That's all I really got. Like, I, I mean, I don't get as excited about the prequels as I do some of the other stuff. No, but they but age well. They did age well. A fine wine, I must say. Besides the romance scenes. And the Jar Jar Binks. And the fucking Binks, yeah. And the, the guy in the fucking diner. Jar Jar is problematic. <laughs> to say the least, yeah. especially now, like he yeah, was problematic then. No, it, now it's it's really. I think he comes off. There's a there are really a few racist. things in Star Wars that come off sometimes, and I'm like, am I racist? Am I the one? Mm, just and also, it the that Trade way? Federation is very like uh, Asian Chinese, yeah, um, um, stereotype. But it continues because it's yeah. even like the um, I forgot what they're called in Boba Fett. They're like uh, they're like the fish people. I forget what they're yes. called. They, but they're, they're definitely very Asian. Asian too. I'm like, geez. But like the it's syndicate not, or but something like that. Yeah, but like also it's not like there's nothing wrong with but that's characters point. being Asian. So is it just me like being like super it's sensitive the way, now? It's the way the they culture? do it. It's the well, way they he, do it. So it just like is. Jar Jar Binks is like, Misa's so well, dumb. It's that like, yo, no, you're a fucking But insult. I think these people are just have Asian accents. And yeah, maybe. I might be reading into it too much. Like, why well, Why can't they be represented the in The Trade Federation. This, oh. They were like, 
oh, what are they going to think of this headed? Like, it's like really bad. He's sort a Jedi? Yeah. Oh, you know, you ever seen a Jedi? Jedi? Yeah, it's like. <laughs> yeah, it's really yeah. bad. I know. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah, nothing's perfect. No. Uh, all right, man. Well, until next time. Yeah, let's sign off. May the fourth be with you. May the fourth be with you. Go drink your blue milk and celebrate. <laughs> At the cantina. Yeah. yeah. Don't get shot under the table. Yeah, shoot first. Yeah. <laughs> what is he saying? Fuck. Uh. McCunk, uh, McClunky. McClunky. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, y'all. This is it now. <laughs> McClunky. <laughs>